Can you do the Can you do the intro under a British accent? Probably, but I'm not going to. And I'm not talking your high pitched British accent. I'm talking your low pitched. Like go as low as you can. Hello, welcome to Arsenal X. There you go. Now the, you're talking. The Xbox podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here it is. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and joining me on a two-man show this week, the first show of 2022, is none other than the joy of the EXP cast, Stoyovich. Hello. Hi, can Stoy. I be the wise Wisconsinite this week? You can. Well, yes. Can finally. You? Can you? I'm trying to get that from Jesse like this whole... Th- well, I mean... Where is the wise Wisconsinite today? Look, Jesse. Jesse, not, he's, not, he's not here. He's not there. Jesse has a so stomach. So I am now the. Look, I am the wise Wisconsinite. Jesse has a you stomach me, ache. Corey? He's probably just pooping everywhere. You know, he's just, so, just okay. pooping everywhere. You know, it's okay. It's fine. But you know what, Corey? What? Today, I am the wise Wisconsinite. Hmm. The wise Wisconsinite. I am, I am the wise Wisconsinite. We're gonna. And you know so. what? When Jesse comes back next week. He can be the wise Wisconsinite. Give me this, Corey, please. Okay, the wise Wisconsinite. Thank you. Stoy. Thank you very much. I appreciate appreciate that. You're welcome. I didn't want to make that awkward at all. No, not awkward at all. You got real close to the camera. Yeah. 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 I got a new microphone, actually. I I see that. It looks... looks, uh... I mean, it's just a microphone, but... What happened to the other one? Well, we upgraded. So our on EXP cast, we used uh, we used the Patreon money mm-hmm. that we raised to upgrade our equipment. And we usually do that all the time. Like I think like a year and a half ago, we used the Patreon money to buy a new mixing board. Mm-hmm. And this time around, we got these Sure microphones. S H U R. They're SM fifty eights. They're like the gold standard for like musicians and stuff and lead singers. Mm-hmm. And EXP uh, cast starting a band now. You guys starting a band? Yeah. Yeah, a rock oh, yeah. band, you would say. Dude, we sing too many, too much on our episodes. It's kind of, it's it's the way it is. Hey, it's but, okay. Yeah, it's fine. Everybody likes a good tune once in a while. We should yeah, sing more. We should sing more on this show. What 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 should we sing? I don't know. We were talking about living La Vida Loco before we started <laughs> was, recording. Yeah, so. Okay, um, I'm gonna have to refresh my myself on the lyrics. Living La Vida uh, Loca. She'll push and pull you down, living La Vida Loca. You sound just like Ricky Martin. I know. A lot of people have said that in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You kind of look that like I him, look too. And, that I look and sound like Ricky Martin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, Basically, it's, uh... it's so frustrating trying to go grocery shopping and just like people come with me for autographs. And I'm like, I'm not Ricky Martin. Mm-hmm. Not even Spanish. No. No. Although, although actually... Um, when I was in high school, a lot of people thought I was hmm. Hispanic, so I got called Stohan Hovik a lot because hmm. they thought the J was like a huh sound. Hmm. So like people would speak to me in like Spanish a lot, and I'm like, I no, no habla español. Hmm. So that's fair. Speaking speaking of though, I like your I like your N7 mug and your night, oh yeah 
in your Nightwing shirt. And my Mass Effect poster that I found cleaning the basement. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know I had this. Like, I was like, for the, for those watching on the video, I'm pointing to a Mass Effect poster right now. Uh, I got this when I got the Legendary Edition last year, and I think I just, like, stuffed it in my basement. So then I cleaned up the basement and found it, and yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Yes. So Man. enough about me. How about you? I'm good. I've... uh I don't know. It was a it was a weird week because it was, I had the week off from from mm-hmm. work because of uh, the holidays. You might say, you know that right. fancy one with the trees and the gifts and the ornaments and the families. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard I've heard of that one. Yeah, Christmas they say mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah, or winter solstice, however you want to call it. Mm-hmm. 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 It was good. It was okay. It was uh, a lot of. Uh, Good stuff. A lot of good pickups. Get right here on Which, the floor. Oh yeah, yeah. Got the OG Xbox box and. Uh, yeah, I did. There's a 360 box. I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. forgot. I forgot how much of a monster like the OG Xbox is. Yeah, dude. I so <laughs> what happened was like when the box when the boxes got here, like they both came got here at the same time, and like the big box was the original Xbox, I'm like, holy crap, this thing is, like, huge. And then the other box was so small, I'm like, there's no way there's an Xbox 360 in here. And there's an Xbox 360 in there. This was was also before, like, they formed the box to the size of the box, and they just, like, made this huge box to take up space. (laughs) Yeah. Take up space. Uh, But, yeah, man, dude, the original Xbox is a beast. It's just a Mm -hmm. beast of a box. Yeah, I mean, it's just heavy too. Like the thing was like a, was a you know, half ton brick. Yeah, it's like eight know. or nine pounds. Yeah, which is like on par That's... with the Series X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you could see. I got the uh, I got the fridge right there. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. that? How about that fridge? It's got a, um, it's got buttons on it. Like it has all the, you know, the button to sync the controller. And did, the did you sync your controller? Button. Did you sync your controller to it? I tried. I don't think it works that way. Oh. <laughs> but um, there's a, a USB charging port in front of it, hmm. and uh, it actually works. Like you can actually charge your device hooked up to your fridge, man. What a world! What a time we live in, man. What a time we live in. Like I'm gonna just charge my phone on this fridge. Jesus. <laughs> Neat. But yeah, the, the yeah the top of it actually glows green and the front of it uh it's got the xbox power uh-huh. light yeah and that could be controlled by the two buttons on the front of it i mean and it's it fits like 12 cans of whatever beverage of your choice so it's hmm. it's pretty neat cool like if you like if you need a beverage right now you could just reach over and grab one and that may happen that may happen at a later date at a later time uh, in this podcast i may reach over and grab myself a Ice cold hams, you know, but we'll see. Hey, that's cool, though. I'm jealous, mm-hmm. actually. I have to drink yeah. room temperature beverages under my desk, so. Yeah. It's okay, though. I don't mind. No, it's fine. I'm drinking I'm drinking tea right now, so. Mm, tea. Did you, get snow, did you get snow by you guys? No, it's coming, though. It, yeah. it was snowing a little bit, but not enough to stick this morning. But we're supposed to get a, a lot of snow tomorrow. And the, throughout okay. the week, so it's uh, the cold usually skips December here now. It used to be real bad in December, 
and then it mm-hmm. just decided to skip December and January and February are now the bad months here. So, yeah, I feel you like that too. Like December, we got like we didn't even get like a dusting of snow. Yeah, I think it snowed. I think there was visible snow like one day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whatever. Man. Less opportunities for me to have to go out there and shovel. I guess that's, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do get frost on my window every day though. Uh, it's kind of annoying, you know. It's just like there's so much technology in the world. You would think you would think that they can make windshields that don't frost over. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I mean, I guess they, they, make, they probably they, they do. make bathroom floors heated. Uh, yeah, I, I would imagine they would. I mean, I guess if you but, have one of those fancy cars that you can start from your living room by pressing a button, right? Like, I mean, yeah, that, that's probably one way to solve that problem, but. I yeah, I, I I was gonna say I had a remote start on my vehicle for a little bit, so yeah. Well, hmm. it's cool though. It's fine. Yeah, it's all fine. Thank you. You know what? Three months left of winter. Yeah, three months left of winter. Three you months know, left. Then uh, then we can go back to uh, go back to spring weather, spring jackets, motorcycle riding again. And, yeah. Ooh, fancy sunglasses. Yep. yep. Sleeveless shirts. Ooh, Leron wears those year round, though. Yeah, I know he's a, he's weird. Well, he lives in Virginia. Do they even have a winter? I don't know. I don't know. I think he just sits inside all day and works out, and you know. Well, he has a whole setup. Like his command center yeah. is like man. He's got like five monitors and like two two PC towers. Like I know. I, uh, it's we, almost like Jesse's setup. What was it last week when like Jesse uh, Jesse had the wrong microphone on, and all you could hear was his computer <laughs> fan? Yeah, <laughs> like Jesus. Yeah, I. Uh, it was funny. We did a podcast with Laron last week, and uh, he had just moved and didn't have anything set up, so he mm-hmm. was he was slumming it with a headset mic. Oh God! How we were, terrible! We were poking fun at him. It was fun. Yeah. Scrub. God. <laughs> How terrible. Ah. Ah, uh, well, Stoy, what do you what do you say we talk about some Xbox? That's what I came here for. Yeah, uh, friendly uh, reminder: if this is your first time here, welcome. This is Arsenal X, our Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network. You can find us every Tuesday morning, as well as our other shows throughout the week on BossRush.net or on our YouTube channel or podcast services everywhere. If you like the show, leave us a nice review. You can always ask questions by emailing us at arsenalx at gmail.com. Or tweeting at us at Boss Rush Network at the hashtag AX. New hashtag, guys. AX. Just AX. So, uh, also, leave us a five star rating on iTunes or Spotify. That would really help with discoverability. Really appreciate that. Uh, we're going to jump into kind of what we've been playing in our weekly pickups, although we kind of talked about our pickups already. Uh, story We played some Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. I want you to break. tell me about that. I want you to tell me tell me what you thought of it. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's kind of like mindless fun. Like it's Yeah. I don't know, you know. It was like it it's it's basically Gears of War set in the Resident Evil universe. Yeah. Basically. Well, it's made by it's made by one of the old developers of SOCOM. Yeah. So you have those kind of like That's really what that movement felt based. like. That yeah. movement felt like it's lifted straight out of SOCOM. I knew that oh, yeah. I knew I knew that movement from somewhere and I couldn't couldn't pinpoint it. 
Yeah, I think um, it wasn't Zipper Interactive. It was Slant 6. Yeah. So they, uh, I, I forget, they didn't do Confrontation. They did, uh, I forget which ones they did. But um, yeah, I mean, very, very reminiscent to SOCOM. So I imagine Capcom came forward to them and like, hey, we want you to make like a SOCOM style Resident Evil game. And they, I think they really nailed it. I think they did a good job. Like, yeah, you know, you know, you could unlock different weapons with currency and like points that you or XP that you kind of pull from the game. And, you know, uh, between each mission, you know, you could set up with your, you know, what weapons and items you go with. So it's and there's plenty of characters to choose from with special abilities. It's really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I yeah. I really liked how the guns felt. I really liked how moving felt. It just it felt really good to play, and you know, it was it was cool. The environments were cool. Uh, a lot of cool places to like kind of hide and and kind of flank your enemies. It was cool. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was a good mix of zombies and military kind of you know military guys that you could fight against. Sometimes at the same time, it was cool. Yeah. I want to play that's more. That's honestly what I wish. That's honestly what I wish. Uh, I was going to say, if you want to pop up this week again, we can. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish they they continued with that. I, I know it wasn't received very well because it it wasn't Resident Evil, but that was the point. Um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, well, because there there's an ending where you can you can completely alter the ending. To and I'm not going to spoil it, but you could have a non-canon ending in the game like you could completely alter everything about it yeah that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) yeah i mean that's cool though yeah yeah uh yeah man that was really fun did you what else what else did you play this this past week um well i picked up uh picked up guardians of the galaxy some more so i kind of had to uh i i gotta buckle down and get that done I beat Dragon Age 2, and I just segued right into Dragon Age Inquisition. Hmm. But Dragon Age 2 is good. Here's the thing now. I learned this. If you want to transfer your Dragon Age 2 file to Dragon Age Inquisition, but if you go from Xbox 360 to Xbox One, your file does not necessarily transfer over just on the Xbox. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, you start the game up and, and you get this option to, hey, do you want to carry over your world state? That's what they call it from Dragon Age 2 to Dragon Age Inquisition. So a lot of the a lot of the decisions that you make can kind of carry over to what the world is like in Inquisition. Right. And um, it didn't do that in this in, in Inquisition. So what I had to do, I had to Google this. What I had to do is I had to go to DragonAgeKeep.com and you could, like, create your own world state so like basically like you can kind of step by step go through all the major decisions in dragon age origins and dragon age 2 and you know make those decisions over again my character model the character that i built you know the physical model like carried over mm-hmm. but all my decisions did not oh but i mean it worked from dragon age origins to 2 but it didn't it's not working from 2 to inquisition so i had to go back redo all of it, import the save file, and then go back to Inquisition and then upload the save file. Man, it was just a... I probably did more than what I should have. Yeah. (laughs) I should have just said whatever, just play the game, but I really wanted... I really wanted my data to transfer over, so... Yeah. You put in the work. I'm proud of you, you know? 
you I want, really did. You want the full experience. You did the work to get that full experience, you know? Yeah, I don't I don't think I ever did a full playthrough. I mean, I've done multiple playthroughs of Mass Effect, one, two, and three back to back. I don't think I've ever done Origins Inquis uh, Origins two and then Inquisition. I don't think I've ever done that. Hmm. You know, I've I've gone back to play two multiple times, uh, Inquisition multiple times, but just singularly. But yeah, yeah. So cool. Um, otherwise, did I talk about Chorus last time? You did a little bit, but I yeah. want to hear more about it because I'm interested. I think I talked about how one of the one of the things I, I've never liked about like aircraft combat games is you know the thing where if like an enemy gets on your back mm-hmm. they're pretty much staying there and you're flying around in circles <clears throat> trying to get rid of them and it's just i don't know maybe i'm just not good at like space combat or flight simulator combat games but like i always find that's a struggle like it's just like man they're on my back and i can't shake them so i have to do these crazy batshit maneuvers to try to get them off me and whatever so in chorus in chorus this is an open world game where you can uh, unlock new abilities for your ship to do. One of them is a drift mechanic. And so what you could do is if an enemy is on your back, you can literally drift 180 degrees, backpedal, you know, back, you know, fly backwards. <laughs> and then just like it is so cool. <laughs> wow. So cool. And so, I mean, it's awesome. Like, it's awesome that you can kind of do these particular uh, flight maneuvers. I, I think there's like, I haven't played it in a week, but I, I know there was like one more ability that I unlocked with my ship that, you know, some other crazy ability that I could do, but it makes the game so much more fun. Like it takes the, it, I think I talked about it uh, on the discord because someone asked about it and I said, it's like basically they took, um, uh, yeah, it's like space combat, but, added need for speed like elements to it because there's so many different like cool tricks and like drifting mechanics that you could do to kind of have some fun with this game so it's it's really cool and the story is really good like i'm it's got more of a story than i thought it would cool and really good uh really good characters that you encounter so cool like like even your ship is a character Ooh. yeah like Like he's got a character like it has its own like ai voice and stuff yes cool yeah Cool. And he's he, he's not happy with you. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, because like the storyline is is like you're part of this like world destroying army, but then you have a crisis of faith. So then you leave the world destroying army. You go park your ship somewhere and you tell the ship like, hey man, I'm gonna be right back. Okay, you ain't gonna be here forever. I'm gonna be right back. And I think that be right back turns into a couple years. So then this world invading army comes to your colony and you're like, shit, I need my ship. So you go to unlock your ship, and he wakes up, and he's like, "Man, what the hell? You told me you were coming right back, and like now you show up." Like he wow. needed a New York accent. He's like, "Where were you this whole time? <laughs> hey, you left me here. You told me you was gonna be right back, and now you know, two years later." So, yeah, um, he's not happy with you, but eventually you kind of get back to get back to what you and your ship were always really good at, at least before. So, nice. But yeah, really good, uh, really good story so far. Um, and Corey, I'll have you know, I started playing Psychonauts two today. Ooh, having fun with it. You do, you like it? Yeah, yeah, it's actually uh, really good. Um, I think my only gripe is that the the 
um, movement is very slow. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that, well. That, that did you get the right? Did you get the ball? The move? The ball yet? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I ended up. I ended up using that because it's so much faster. Like I just okay. use it all the time. I suppose I didn't think of that. Yeah. So, yeah, I I only got through. Uh, I only got through the first area, the dental room area. Yeah. So I can understand people getting triggered by like if you don't like the dentist, whew, stay yeah. away from this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the casino levels pretty cool too, which is I think is the next area you're gonna be in. Very cool. Well, you'll be in you'll be at Psychonauts headquarters first, and then you'll move into the casino area. Yeah, um, I literally just got to Psychonauts headquarters. That's where I, that's where I left off. Yeah, there's some cool. Where I had to, had to some... come and record a podcast. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, Fine. I was, a... I'm, I'm doing my job playing Xbox games, fair. <laughs> especially this one, because I feel like we've talked about it. So many people have talked about it on so many levels. And like, yeah, I'm like, I, I really got to get on this. So, yeah, uh, it's got a lot of cool story building moments in the headquarters. So look around and talk to everybody. It's my suggestion. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I like to do that, actually. Um, Even like when um. When you're playing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then there was that um, area where, where you go to nowhere. Yeah. And, um, you know, you just kind of walk around. And it's it's a really cool area that you can just kind of walk around and take in the sights and take in, like, what people are talking about and whatever. Like, I really like doing stuff like that because, like, I feel like so many developers work so hard on these segments. <laughs> you yeah. know? And y- you want them to know it's appreciated. So yeah. you want to experience all those little things. And uh, I imagine so many people are just like, ah, screw it. I just want to kind of get through it and kind of move on. But it's like, man, I want to walk around and really appreciate things. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Psychonauts 2 is good. If you have Game Pass, you should check it out if you like platformers. Yeah. I mean, it's actually, I mean, the, the controls are really tight. The storyline's really good the uh, the acting the dialogue it's all really good yeah um also it does a really nice job catching you up if you either didn't play psychonauts one or just kind of forgot because it came out 20 years ago so yeah pretty much yeah no yeah it was uh the whole intro scene like before before you even start the game kind of gives you a good uh good recap of what happened yeah or if you're a purist uh psychonauts one is on game pass also so you can play yes. them both they're yes, not long games is. so you can play them both Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Stoy, I guess I'll jump into what I've been playing. Yeah. So, uh, a game I really liked at launch on Series X was Gears Tactics, and I played it for like a week, and I never went back. I loved it, and I was like, you know what? I've got a I've got a huge list of games that I haven't finished, so why don't I play some Gears Tactics? And guess what, Stoy? <laughs> that game. Is really good. Yeah. It's really good. Splash Damage did a great job of kind of taking that XCOM formula and really putting gears into it. It's like a... That's what I was going to ask if it was like XCOM slash... Like, does it have like... like have you played Wasteland? Uh, th- is that 3, the new one? I haven't played Wasteland 3 yet. Um, That one has a lot of really good story beat elements. Yeah. Is it kind of similar in yeah, story-wise? Yeah, there's a lot of good story here. Uh, 
I mean, it it's basically XCOM with a gear skin on it. They like there's even the the Overwatch ability is called Overwatch, right? <laughs> they like literally use the same terminology and everything from XCOM. Okay. Uh, the customization is really cool. You can customize your armor, like the material your armor is made out of, like paint color. Uh, certain armors have certain abilities, so you can like mix and match. Uh, it's really cool. And like all the weapons are super customizable to the point where I'm like, why haven't they introduced this into Gears proper? Yeah. Like you can add like extended mags to your Lancers. You can add, uh, you know, bigger kind of like, uh, like to the Nasher, you can have like a, a, a sturdier handle so you can have a like less, you know, doesn't, you know what I mean? I, I, know, I, I know can't, mean, yeah. I can't think right now. Uh, it's it's really cool and like they reward you for being aggressive as long as you're smart about it like if you you have your uh, ability points which is kind of like the points you have to spend during your move Mm -hmm. if you perform an execution uh they they give you an ability point back so like if you're kind of aggressive they reward you by giving you an extra turn but also you want to make sure you're kind of being tactical because you're going to lose characters it's just it's just gonna happen. Mm. I have a whole set of characters that I'm using to just be. Hey, uh, you're gonna die this mission. I'm planning on you dying this mission. Um, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't die, it's just a bonus. Right. Uh, plus, I like that. That uh, I I don't like it when games kind of take away uh, special abilities. Like it's almost like a like it almost hurts you or harmful to you. Like yeah. I, I really feel like they should be um, rewarding you for those, or not not rewarding you, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. They, sh- saying. they should be encouraging you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. I I really like it. I hope people uh, have checked it out. I know a lot of people are saying there there weren't any games that launched for the the Xbox Series X, which I guess is kind of true since Halo was supposed to be there and this was supposed to be like the one-two punch for it but yeah. it's still like it's really worth playing and it was five dollars digitally at one point this past month so mm-hmm. i mean plus it's on game pass if you have game pass blah, blah. i feel like i feel like at this point if you don't have game pass and you have an xbox it's like what are you doing with yourself you know <laughs> i know i'm kidding like do you just like i mean unless not like save like i mean because it's a money saver like it, it really is like, yeah i mean unless you dollars a month with the for, for the top tier yeah. You know, subscription service. And if you play multiple games a month, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if unless you're like the GTA Madden Call of Duty gamer, like the gener- yeah. like the generic gamer guy that just does that, like mm. unless you're that guy, and if you don't have Game Pass, it's just like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Like there's so many great yeah. games on there. Yeah, that they roll out almost weekly, yeah. you know, if not every other week at least. Yeah. Speaking of Game Pass, have you ever had the pleasure of, uh, and this is a, a weird detraction, have you ever had the pleasure of playing Aliens Fire Team Elite with David Lasby? No, I keep meaning to, and I have not done it yet. Let me tell you, that man, that man lives and breathes this game. Does he? <laughs> oh yeah, like he is, uh, he is a tactician with a capital T. <laughs> like we, we, <laughs> we played the first mission, and because uh, I, I played it, I, I got through a lot of it on my PlayStation, but I, once it came out to Game Pass, I ended up picking it up. Um, but that guy, he's like, guys, we're going to play it 
it on the hardcore level, okay? And I'm going to walk you through the entirety of what we should be doing, when we should be doing it, how we should be doing it, and where we should be doing it. So when we go down this hallway here, okay, the enemies are going to spawn right over here. So that means we got to place two turrets here, one on this side of the hallway, one up to the ceiling there, okay? And then what we're going to do is we're going to hide around this corner here, and we're going to funnel <laughs> them in. The ones that get through the turret guns are going to get through to us. And Jesse, you're going to stand over there. And Stoy, I want you to stand behind this box here, and I'm going to be just ducking right in the middle. And we're just going to keep picking them off, picking them off, picking them off, picking them off, picking them off. And then, okay, Jesse, you need to stop moving from that box over there. Jesse, get back over here. I've already marked it on your HUD right there. Okay, all right, so go over here, stand over here, and we're going to get back in here. And Jesse's like, oh, I was just kind of looking around to see, like, Jesse, get back into the hallway here. <laughs> I was like, holy cow, what's going on? <laughs> but you know what? I had a hell of a lot of fun playing with him. You know, it was kind of nice to have someone kind of hold my hand a bit. Because yeah. at the end of the mission, he's like, okay, so what'd you guys think of that experience? What are your thoughts? What do you like? And I was like, hey, man, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I forgot. I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about that experience earlier when I was talking about my games. but I, So I, I, I'm sorry I interrupted. No, that's cool. Uh, I... I've been meaning to play with him and every time he puts a thing out on Twitter and I like, since we've been trying to use discord more, I haven't really been checking my Twitter as much. Uh, unless mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to shift my use of Twitter from just tweeting random things or checking messages and stuff to like using it as more of like a promotional tool for us and like work related stuff. So right. I've been trying to not be as, active on twitter really uh just because i think that's healthier just based on the way that twitter works <laughs> so man social media is such a cancer oh, it's, it's terrible just... yeah huh. so i don't know i i should check i wish there was just like an app that allowed you to check your dms and that was it <laughs> like if it all got funneled to one app yeah like if you were able to, I'm pretty. There's got to be something like that somewhere. Yeah. Where like it funnels all your Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook messages all into one app. Yeah. If you just God, like, that would be so nice. If you like log into all of your social media apps right into one app, and it was just like a message mm-hmm. hub. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That'd be so nice. It really would. It oh. really would. Man, that's a good business idea. If it doesn't exist already, we should do that. We should do it. Do you know how to yeah. program apps? Uh, no. Nope. Neither but do I. you know what? We'll we'll figure it out. Anybody could do it, right? Yeah. You go. You, you see those TV commercials of like learn to code in like eight weeks. Yeah. Like those aren't scams. <laughs> yeah. No. No scam at all. Those are real schools. Real schools. Um. So I also played Halo Infinite more multiplayer. Played more Destiny two. I play. We did the dungeon last night, which was. Uh, we did it again because you can grind it out and, and trying to get all that armor before this stuff goes away, which they haven't really been clear on when this 30th anniversary event is going away. Some people are saying it's going to go away in February. Other people are saying it's going to stick around until like 30th anniversary for Bungie, the Bungie. It's oh, for Bungie. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say what? Yeah. It's the Bungie 30th anniversary event in destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've got all the weapons except for the halo, uh, halo one pistol. So, and mostly because I haven't even tried to do the quest yet. Like, I mean, I should do it. It's not long. I just have been playing other games and I just have been distracted. Mm -hmm. But I have the, I have the Halo 2 battle rifle. I have the, uh, uh, whatever the, the covenant, it's not the carbine. It's like the, it's like a trace rifle. 
Uh, so I, I have that. I have the Marathon Shotgun, which is <laughs> it's like a sniper rifle, too. That thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, there's also a, a perk on on the Halo weapons, most of them, called uh, Perpetual Motion, which every time you hit an enemy, your agility increases, so you just become faster. Okay. And as it stacks, your every time you kill someone, your damage increases. Up to like three times, I think. So you could do like triple the damage and move at like three times the speed. Oh my god, <laughs> it's stupid, dude. The perks on these weapons are stupid. They these things are gonna get nerfed into the ground so hard when February rolls around when the new expansion comes out. Because like I'm running around with the marathon shotgun, just like just I'm I'm running past guys, just I'm shooting them from like thirty feet away. First of all. And then I'm just what, running past their corpses onto the next guy. What do you feel about like nerfing weapons? Like, I mean, uh, you know, I, obviously you hear that phrase kind of go on with any major multiplayer game. Yeah. You know, Call of Duty and Rainbow Six needed to nerf its shotguns. I remember when yeah. Siege first came out because their shotguns were ridiculously accurate. Well, it's um, it's weird because like in games like. In games where the weapons are definite, like Call of Duty and Halo and stuff, where, like, those weapons are, like, you know, they don't change, right? The battle rifle in Halo is the battle rifle. Or, like, you know, the the AK-47 in Call of Duty is the AK-47, right? But when you go to Destiny, there's so many guns. There's thousands of guns in Destiny. And they can all roll with random perks. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you got to find the right guns with the right perks in the right kind of uh family class of those weapons because like each each assault rifle has like four like archetypes i guess you would say where like there's the slow shooting powerful assault rifles then there's like the mid mid shot mid range assault rifles and then there's like the the fast shooting kind of low damage but if you hit with the bullets, like all of them, they're going to go down faster because you're shooting faster. But, and then you got to balance the archetypes against the other archetypes against the, like all the different classes of weapons. And then you got to take into accountability, the legendary versus the exotic weapons. And it's just like, God, I, I don't even know. I don't even, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. It hurts my brain thinking about it. And I yeah. host a destiny show. So, uh, right. But that's why Josh hosts it with me. Cause you know, <laughs> Josh gets it. I'm there to be like, uh huh. Next story. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Coming up next. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, I we got we. What did we get? Oh, we did the. There's a. There's like these audio logs in the dungeon. There's ten of them, and if you get the, if you get all of them, you get a cool, uh, ornament for Galahorn, which is the rocket launcher. That's like amazing. Uh, so we ended up getting the ornament for that weapon. It just makes the weapon look different. Uh, so that was fun. Oh, cool. I played, I played something else today too, but I don't remember. Uh, I made it a goal of mine to play. So, uh, I made it a goal of mine to play more games, <laughs> more different types of games than I'm used to this year. So I downloaded a bunch that, after, probably after we record tonight, I'm going to play some of some of them. Uh, but I haven't played Tell Me Why yet. I haven't played uh, Wasteland 3 was one that I downloaded. I haven't played uh, 
<coughs> wow, gross. Ah, right in your ear holes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's there's just a bunch of games that I want to play that I haven't played yet. So Or I want to replay because I didn't finish them. Uh, like I, I re-downloaded, the, redownloaded the first Assassin's Creed game. Because it oh, got wow. it got the sixty frames a second kind of fourteen forty p HDR kind of stuff and uh, there's like four achievements I'm missing from that game and I would like to try to get them maybe and I know that game's not very long so I I, I wish Assassin's Creed would go back to those early days yeah I instead kinda... of just being like jammed with like every bit of content they could come up with. Like yeah. man, just let's go back to simpler times. I know they never will because I, I I I think from what I hear they're turning Assassin's Creed and giving it the four honor treatment. I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is their highest selling game of all time, so that should tell you something. Ubisoft. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. And before that, it was Odyssey. So I mean, people liked I. So I really liked Odyssey. I didn't really care a lot for Origins just because. I don't know. Those games are weird. Like they, you can tell which team made which game based on the character movement. Mm-hmm. So Origins and Valhalla were made by the same team, and you can tell because the characters feel heavy and clunky yeah. and not agile. Whereas the Odyssey team uh, was the, let's see, was it the Assassin's Creed Four and Syndicate team made this? Yeah, I. Yeah, I imagine the syndicate team made it. I think yeah. that's how that worked, yeah. Yeah, it, which, uh, it, you know, the uh, Cassandra feels way more agile and swift and way easier to control than, than the other games. So, like, mm-hmm. I prefer the Odyssey's movement and stuff, so it was really hard for me to play Valhalla. Oh, that's interesting because uh, I liked Origins and Valhalla's uh, movement huh. and combat more. I mean, I liked I, I liked Odyssey, but yeah. Admittedly, I play the Assassin's Creed games for the immersion and the environments and the locations yeah. and stuff. Like I I absorb all that history stuff. That's why I loved Origins because I was such a big, you know, like I used to love ancient Egyptian culture when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah, so. I mean, don't get me wrong, I really liked Origins story and like the setting mm-hmm. and everything. I thought it was really cool. Plus, yeah. like the DLC, like where you were fighting the the mythical gods and stuff was was really cool like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. was really cool and i liked how they kind of implemented it into uh odyssey yeah uh into the story at least and so i i don't know if i was to choose but by combat only it would be odyssey but if i was to pick a location it would be origins of valhalla for sure but mm-hmm. i just really like how odyssey plays i don't know i i didn't think i was gonna like odyssey as much because like how much of this ancient greek and roman and like that kind of era it just feels like that's been done to death in assassin's creed over and over and over again and even in like assassin's creed the assassin's creed 2 trilogy like i know it was like during the renaissance but like it still had that feeling of oh we're just kind of rehashing this area again and it was just like man i just i don't know because it was like italy and 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 Rome and stuff, and, like, you're still visiting the Colosseum, even though it's not in ancient Greek and Roman times, right? So it just mm-hmm. kind of felt like they were rehashing it. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I re-downloaded yeah. Valhalla because I want to play it this year. Um, 
it because yeah, that, I just that downloaded new DLC the expansion recently. So I do want to get back to that as well, maybe one day. Uh, so anyways, back to uh, the notes here. We've got side tangent. It's fine. <laughs> I like I. I don't know. I, I like Assassin's Creed a lot. I like the direction they're going. I just wish like the movement and stuff felt more consistent from game to game. Because mm-hmm. if it was consistent, then I wouldn't be able to tell, and then I wouldn't be able to say I like one over the other. But, yeah. Uh, I wish they could nail down an end game. Like it just seems like they don't know how <laughs> they plan on ending this. They don't. Like they don't. Like, they don't want to end fi- it. So they just yeah, keep giving you DLC, right? Well, should we? Th- <laughs> yeah. It's like should we think about ending it? Nah. The next game is but, but, literally but, but, but called I mean, Assassin's Creed story. Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, my God. Not going to end. But I mean, like, you know, like, they need to come up, like, story-wise. Like, you know, w- w- with the first civilization and the Apple Eden and stuff like that. Like, it's just, like, how many, I don't know, how many, like, story departures, like, do they need in order to, like, kind of get back on track and be like, okay, this is where we're going. Right. Because at least when, when Desmond was around, there was at least, like, Hey, there's there, there. It looks like there's kind of an end goal in sight, or at least there's going to be a resolution at some point, you know. And we kind of got that at the end of uh, Revelation, but uh, you know, it's like afterwards, it was just like, ah, we don't know what's going on. Yeah, dude, you it's can like, really tell. It's like after Charlie, <laughs> it's like Charlie and uh, you know, uh, always sunny Philadelphia. He's at the board, and all of a sudden, he's just like, you know, Pepe Silva, Pepe Silva. Yeah, it, it definitely after Assassin's Creed Three, they were like, "Where do we go from here? I don't even know what to do yeah. from here." And like, even Black Flag didn't even like really connect. They were just like, "Oh, you're a pirate now, and you play games at Abstergo, I guess." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, here you go. Yeah, you're just a you're you're just a cubicle, a desk jockey. That's yeah. it. And then uh, it took you know eight or nine years to fix Unity right on these new generation of consoles. So, yeah. Whoops. Syndicate was cool though. I really liked the train stuff in Syndicate. I Syndicate was probably my least favorite. Oh really? I didn't like the. I I don't know. I just like I thought the story was like, it was it, it didn't hook me the whole gang, uh, like you know, kind of getting gangs to fight against each other. I I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I just I guess yeah. I just wasn't a fan of it. That's that's fair. That's fair. Um. Well. We're gonna we're we're gonna kind of move on here. Did you did you pick up anything this week, Stoy? Did you pick up anything cool? Uh, fun. I mean, jo- Josh gave me his old Xbox with like no cords, no cables, no controllers. Wow. He just he just gave me the gave me the unit. So I was like, all right, cool. I think I, I because I set up a lot of my old systems again on an old tube TV that I got from my brother. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh, I wanted, I, I was trying to look for my Xbox. So I was up in my attic. I was up in my base, down in my basement, like couldn't find it. I probably sold it a long time ago and I just didn't know about it, but it's like, I still have the cables for it. I found the cables, like the audio, the AV cables and the power, you know, cable, yeah. but I don't have the controllers. So it's like weird, like why I would have the cables, but no, yeah, anything else. Right. So, That's weird. Anyway, That's weird. uh, that's all I ended up uh, scooping up, really. Um, you know, it was kind of a slow week this past week. I think the last game I really literally picked up was a uh, chorus that I got for Christmas. So, yeah, I picked so I picked up a bunch of digital stuff uh, from the the sale. I picked up yeah. uh, 
I picked up Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Man. Yeah. They're drunk. Nah, dude. They're drunk over there. No, dude. They're just spinning. They have like, they have like 20 of those big prices right blood wheels that they just spin and whatever it lands <laughs> on they're just like <laughs> final ah. chapter there's got to be one more word prologue yeah yeah, yeah that's it that's hey, it hey, hey hey tim which kingdom hearts is this uh, two or three i don't know i don't know it's one of those in between <laughs> ones you know it's just it's just you know one of those things oh so we can pick whatever title we want yeah because three's in development, so you you should pick a number before that. But two's already out. We'll pick a number uh, between two and three. Give it a subtitle. How about eight? All right. You know, you know what's really funny about Kingdom Hearts three? Have you played Kingdom Hearts three? I have not played a single Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> oh my gosh, I own them all on Xbox now. I'm very proud of myself. Uh, <laughs> the pro the 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 prologue in Kingdom Hearts three literally ends with Kingdom Hearts 2.9 and then it loads into Kingdom Hearts 3. So, wait. There's a 2.9, not a 2.8? It's, it's part of Kingdom Hearts 3. It's like the 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 chapter 0 of Kingdom Hearts 3 okay. is called 2.9. So, Got it. It's so funny. Man, Kingdom just, Hearts. I, I don't understand. Oh, it's so fun. Kingdom Hearts yeah. rocks, everybody. I hope uh hope you guys know that. Okay. By the way, Kingdom Hearts super fan is in our chat. Uh, he's 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 probably lurking. Cam, Cam Hawkins. Okay, got it. Yeah, he's uh you should go check him out, by the way. But, so um a Pat uh for Pat from our podcast a long time ago, I ended up getting uh hands on the Kingdom Hearts uh PlayStation 4. But it it came to him like months after the game came out. Yeah. Because GameStop screwed up the orders. I think they like get, they promised too many pre-orders yeah. for people. Sounds like GameStop. and they didn't. Ha- yeah, they didn't have enough stock. So Pat got bumped way back. So he ended up buying the game, but then got the system eventually, and he 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 got a copy of the game. So he's like, here, you play it. Like you should you should play it. You really should play it. And I was like, okay, I haven't played it. <laughs> That's but funny. Maybe maybe I'll get there one of these days. I don't know. You'll maybe get there. Just... You should do it for an extra live stream one 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 year. Okay. Like what the hell's going on here? Yeah. It doesn't get weird until after Kingdom Hearts 2. I'll okay. I'll give it that. All right. It's not that it gets weird. It's like it you know, at some point like where do you jump in to really understand it? Mm. You know, or, <laughs> or cuz it's it you got all these different confusing names confusing prologue titles and numbering and it's like okay i need to get caught up and and i know i think i heard three has a really good series of videos or something like that that catches you up on the story and what's going on yeah i mean there's it's like previously on kingdom hearts or whatever yeah so at least you have that where you can you know understand what's going on yeah but anyways it was cool I'm I'm happy I, I ended up getting it. So I ended up getting that, and I'm getting uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Okay. I ended up getting the Shadow of Mordor collection, which was both games for like $10 with all the DLC. Man. I ended up picking up Dragon Age Inquisition, the 
deluxe edition for like eight dollars. Yeah, I saw that. I think they had like a special on the sale where it's like Dragon Age Inquisition and Mass Effect Andromeda for like fifteen bucks. It was it was eleven. <laughs> oh, it was eleven. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I picked that up. I picked up Red Dead Redemption Two uh, because people keep saying that that's one of the best games ever made. Hang on, you've never played Red Dead Redemption Two? No, I, I just at one point I decided that I just wasn't gonna play it because I didn't okay. think I was gonna have the time, and so it was on sale. I was like, okay, well, now now you think you're just gonna have the time? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I ended up getting that. I ended up getting uh. So the Yakuza games were leaving Game Pass, uh, mm. what zero, one, and two, I think, and they were all four ninety nine a piece. So I was like, yeah, fifteen bucks for all three of these games. I'll maybe one day, you know, <laughs> who knows? So I got those. Isn't that kind of how that goes? It's like you just buy it just to have it. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got the because I always wanted to play it and I never did. And I have the second one through Games with Gold, uh, but I never ever purchased the first one. The the Batman Telltale series. Oh yeah, was seven dollars, so I ended up just getting that as well. I I got to jump back on that. I I got through. I, I whizzed right through the first chapter, the first episode. And yeah, yeah, I, I got to get back in that. Well, okay, so I played. I the first one was like I thought I owned it. Because they gave away the first chapter for free at one point. Yeah. But it didn't unlock any of the achievements. And I was like, what's going on? And it's like, well, the achievements don't unlock unless you own the whole game. And I was like, I do yeah. own the whole game. And then I went to download the other chapters. And I was like, well, this is going to cost you a twenty nine ninety nine. And I'm like, hmm. Mm. I'll wait. But that was like two years ago. And then it's probably been on sale 47 times since then. But Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> one of those things. You got to really... You got to keep track of it. I like that. I like that Xbox has, and I I should use it more often. It has like the wish list option. Yeah. Kind of like how PC games have, where it's like you get notified every time, like you know, the game goes on sale. So that may be a good thing to to do. Yeah. So I I did add a bunch of indie games to that, by the way, that weren't on sale. Yeah. So uh, because like I want I want to play Shovel Knight again, but I'm not paying forty dollars for it again. Um, because that game shouldn't be forty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, each each. I mean, it's a good game, but I mean, each campaign is ten dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. You get four campaigns in the multiplayer. It's, I mean. Oh yeah, I suppose. Okay, right. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I'm not paying forty dollars for that. Plus, like the the Xbox version has the whole Battletoads campaign in it. So nice. And I'm like, well, I'm still not paying forty dollars for it. I'll pay. Mm-hmm. I'll buy it again at some point, but not for forty dollars. And I I added like. A bunch of games that I already own on Switch, but I would like to play on my TV because you know Switch is my is a handheld console to me now. I don't know. I'm weird. I'm weird, Stoy. I know that. <laughs> well, I'm weird too. I have two Nintendo Switches. I have three. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm fighting with myself to see if I should. So I have every Nintendo launch console that I've ever owned. That I've ever gotten at launch, so okay. like so since like Nintendo sixty four, I have all my first Nintendo consoles except for my Wii, but that's because my Wii melted in a house fire. That's a different story for another day. Oh, yeah, I'll say that's a different story uh, for another day. So I ended up getting another one, but 
every, all my other consoles are like, I got this day one, I'm keeping it. Mm-hmm. Well, my launch switch sounds like a jet engine. So I was thinking about putting it away. I was definitely going to keep it, but I'm going to put it away. But I've been fighting with myself to get rid of my light. And I went to pull the trigger to get rid of my light. But then my daughter started playing it. I'm like, oh, no. Well, if she's really going to, like, maybe show some interest in games, maybe this would be a good one to whatever, you know? Yeah. So I put, like, three or four games on it to see if she was interested in it at all. And she she played it for, like, a half hour the other day, but then she started doing other things because she's three and a half. But mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know. I still think I might get rid of my light. I don't have any reason to keep it. If she wants, she can use my launch one, I guess. <laughs> or she can get her own when she gets gonna, old enough. I was going to say, yeah, make her pay for her own. Get a job. Get a job. You can walk. Yeah. Well, we're going to move into news story. So I don't have anything else to talk about unless you do. Mm-hmm. No. No, that's about it. Like I said, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't really pick up anything, really. I mean. I do. I will show off this, though. Before we get into news. There's not a lot of news, so we can show off. Yeah, we can. Look at this. Look at this monstrosity. This is for you audio For those out there in listener land, he's uh, holding up an original box of uh, the Xbox. Yeah. It is a monstrosity. I like how Microsoft has to write in plain letters, video game system. I know. Because, you know, did you watch? You watched the documentary, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Good documentary, t- by the way. No, yeah, we. <laughs> it was amazing. I don't know if you encountered this uh, feeling, but um, you know when they were going through all the episodes and whatever, and they got to that pivotal point at the end of uh, at the in the middle of Xbox One's life cycle, where they started talking about how oh we kind of screwed up with the whole launch and we yeah. were betting on this whole media thing and it didn't work out. Yeah. So we brought and then all of a sudden the the episode came into and we brought in Phil Spencer. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the tone of the episode just like changed, changed. radically yeah. to where it's like, and then our Lord and Savior yeah. Phil Spencer came in <laughs> to save the day, to save Xbox. God, dude, they really hammed that part up. Didn't oh they? God, they did so much. <laughs> I mean, all don't get me the wrong. The whole tone of the rest of that episode and the last episode just like changed to yeah. where all of a sudden now it's like we're so amazing and we're so blessed to be part of. <laughs> Yeah, such a great, like, like the whole the whole documentary was great for about four and a half episodes. It was like mm-hmm. like you would never really know it was put on by Microsoft. Really, yeah. Right? They did the whole yep. Red Ring of Death thing. They did the whole Xbox One launch thing. Like really, like shitting on themselves. Really, yeah. <laughs> and then what that pivotal point where like Phil Spencer comes out like mm-hmm. on stage and they announce him as like the head new head of Xbox or whatever. It's like yeah. Ah. And then the whole <laughs> and he last... made it about the games. <laughs> and then literally the whole last episode was basically a promotional material for the new like Xbox, uh like the, the Project Scorpio moving into Series X and S and Game Pass. Like it was just yeah. this big whatever. Which is fine. Look, I mean I get it. Yeah, it was a big commercial, yeah. But I and I really enjoyed the documentary. I've I watched it three times now just because like I like to fall asleep to it sometimes. Like it's just kind of like a nice soothing, like kind of like a podcast, but not really. You got it. So Okay. 
Yeah, no, uh, I, I, like I said, I thought it was I, I, they were very honest with each other and they were very open about their struggles and the trials yeah. and tribulations that they did like throughout the multiple systems that they had. Yeah. And but like, yeah, it was definitely all of a sudden that tone changed right at that last episode, last episode and a half where it's like, you know, <laughs> so because Josh and I were talking about that because Josh is like, I'm worried that it was one big Microsoft commercial. And I said, well, only the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, basically the last episode was a huge Microsoft commercial, but yeah, but it's, uh, it's fine. Whatever. I kind of wish anyway, Bill I, Gates I, would have done some of it. Like they showed him a lot. Yeah. I wish he would have given like a small interview or something. I thought that would have been interesting. I imagine he wants to enjoy his retirement, and not talk about Microsoft anymore. It's fair. I mean, he lived and breathed it for so long and I mean, he did yeah. create it. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move into news story. How's that sound? I'm fine with that. Great. Our first story here. We're gonna talk a little bit about Everwild, the rares kind of artsy whatever game that nobody really seems to know what it is, and apparently Rare doesn't know what it is either. <laughs> uh, this is from our friends over at Pure Xbox. Uh, We've been seeing reports over the past year that Rare's Everwild is undergoing a bit of a challenging phase right now. Even Microsoft confirmed it back in October, and a new report has stated that the game is, quote, a real mess at the moment. Speaking on the Xbox Era podcast a few days ago, Venture Beat journalist Jeff Grubb had the following to say, Everwild is a real mess. They, they try to talk diplomatically about it when they're in the public, but uh, like Quote, people hear things about the creative director leaving and things getting rebooted, and that's overstated, uh, end quote. But that's not that overstated. They've rebooted that thing, and they don't know exactly what the state of it. They are still figuring that out, and it's a mess. This is not me just using colorful descriptions. The people working on the game don't really know what's going on with that game. That's how much of a mess it is right now. Uh that was the thing like when i first saw the game reveal of this uh-huh. i was like what is it yeah like they just showed like a someone like wandering through a wilderness and seeing a bunch of animals in the sky and shit and it's like okay like what is it mm-hmm. like no details it's probably like you know it, it's one of those things that from what i hear pre-production you get all these like really good ideas that it's like hey let's make a game out of these really good ideas right and then once they start to really implement these quote good ideas, they find out, well, they're not so good ideas anymore. Right. And then you get into this kind of problem. Right. Uh, Being a Bioware fan, I am very well aware of this process, <laughs> you know, cause that they, they, what was it with mass effect and Dramata, They spent at least a couple of years, like just kind of building this game to be what it was, what, what they wanted it to be. And then all of a sudden they were like, well, shit, EA is giving us 18 months to churn out a game, so we got to do something. Right. Okay, let's just, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Do you remember when Mass Effect Andromeda was supposed to be kind of like a No Man's Sky style, like, exploration yeah. game? Yeah, every every planet was supposed to be, uh, supposed to be procedurally generated. Uh, no two playthroughs were going to be the same, especially, like, the planets I would land on and the ecosystems would be different than yours. Like, it was, yeah. that's what it was supposed to be. But then, like, I think they just kind of, they tried to make it work and they tried to make it work in frostbite and they couldn't. And it's just, yeah, dude, frostbite yeah. engine is just a mess. If you're not making battlefield, it seems like, 
No, yeah, for sure. Or even Please. if you are making Battlefield, apparently. Or, or any, I think any kind of like action-focused first-person shooter, or even a third-person shooter, you know, like yeah, whatever. Uh, but it seems like Rare's still working on it. They hired uh, former Alien Isolation lead designer Gary Knapper, uh, and they've made a couple other key hires. So I mean, they're trying to fix it, which. If anybody can dump money into fixing a project, it's clearly Microsoft. I mean, look at the <laughs> look at the last like five years of <laughs> Xbox in general. So yeah, no kidding. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you have to have some sort of you have to have some sort of degree of like, listen, we can't we we have to buckle down. We got to make a game. Yeah, you know, th- and that's it. That's a lot of times where I mean, I have no experience in game development, so I I can't be an expert on this, but. Yes, you can. Your personality on the internet. You're automatically an expert in game design. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I know everything about video games. I'm You're a on Twitter, podcaster. right? Yeah, exactly. You're an expert. I have an opinion, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you're right. I should. Yeah. I should just speak my mind. But <laughs> ultimately, I think you need to have developers and publishers to really kind of like say, you know, to kind of rein everybody in to say, hey, we're paying you money to make a game. Make a game. Stop messing around. Especially when it comes to like messing around with other people's money, Microsoft at one point is going to be like, "Okay, you know, we're dumping money to you. It's got to stop. Make a game. make something. Make a game." Yeah. Well, we'll see. I I like the look of Everwild, but like, they've shown what three trailers for that game now. I still am so confused. Yeah. Uh, so stop stop showing us trailers and stop reminding us that hey, this is the thing. Yeah. Ah, and what is the thing? Animals oh, and magic. <laughs> wait, we'll tell you later. <laughs> it's animals sure. and magic and stuff, and really cool cell shading graphics. Like it looks like I mean graphically, like if if that's what the game is gonna look like, like I, I'm all for it. But just yeah, give me some directs. Yeah, tell me what. Tell me what it is, man. Show some like a little bit of gameplay, you know? Yeah, Speak. I thought it'd be kind of like a Monster Hunter game. Like I yeah. I mean that'd be cool, right? Like a light, kind of like a light-hearted, whimsical monster hunter. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Speaking of gameplay and direction, Stoy and Rare, all in one go. It seems like GoldenEye 007 is finally coming off the Nintendo 64. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. So, uh, how incredible would this be, uh, be a way to kick off 2022? It looks like GoldenEye 007 is on its way to the Xbox. True Achievements has picked up the new achievement list for the game. 55 achievements for a 1,000 gamer score. Some of the achievement images have even appeared online, leaked uh, through tweets. Uh, Wario64 tweeted some out. Uh, this seems to be based on the canceled uh, Xbox 360 uh, XBLA remake version similar to the perfect dark one that they ended up making instead Mm. uh so i i would be kind of interested in revisiting this world i wish they would kind of do more than a simple up res that's the thing like this game doesn't uh, having played this game recently on the 64 yeah this game it's not going to be how you finally remember no. Uh, Did you plug it. in two N64 controllers and play it that way? For dual sticks? What, no. <laughs> Did you know you could do that? 
Yeah, I know. I knew you could do that. I never did it. Hmm. But uh, I didn't know no, that yeah. until like like a couple years ago. I found that out. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we played a lot of GoldenEye in my house as a kid when we were younger. Yeah, uh, my brother and I. But um, yeah, like I, the only way I could see this really working is if they kind of like really, what well, they did kind of remake it. Yeah, they did the, the they did the they did the well they no they did the Wii one with Daniel Craig. They did the Craig version of GoldenEye for Wii. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and then it came with the golden uh, Wii Classic controller or whatever. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and then they po- they ended up porting an HD version to 360 and PS3, which mm-hmm. was it was fine. It was cool, but it wasn't like amazing. You know, I was like, eh. right. Uh, it was still cool though. Like I I, I would. If they if they ended up doing some sort of double seven game based off the movies, right? Like I would probably play through them all, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. This this seems like a hey. Remember when you played Goldeneye that one time on Nintendo sixty four? This is it, but we made it prettier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's gonna have like the auto aim stuff. Remember the auto aim? Because yeah. it didn't have the dual stick, so you couldn't really aim. So it just like automatically you just see your your silence pistol go whoop yep like that well yeah that was that that was kind of the hard thing about you know the movement was with the joystick and like looking was with the kind of like the yellow buttons so it's like yeah you know it it just made it so hard to play any any kind of first person shooter games with that kind of control scheme if you're not using two analog sticks to play a first person shooter yeah like you have to have some sort of like auto aim feature like that i mean be, I mean, besides so, besides playing games on a PC, like how did you play first person shooter just before Halo? You know what I mean? Like, God. yeah. I mean, say what you want about Halo and Xbox. I don't care if you're a hater or a lover, but like, Halo changed everything. Halo really changed everything. I mean, it really made it really made first person shooters on a console like possible. Yeah, it really paved the way. You yeah. know, and that's where we got so many good first-person shooter titles because of Halo telling the world basically, see, you can do this. Yeah. And you can make it work. Yeah. They set the benchmark. Yeah. So I, I hope they I hope they rework like a control scheme that works. Uh I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be very good, but I guess it's I guess it's cool that it's coming. I'll check it out if especially if it's like I bet this is a game pass game, you think? You think this will be yeah, on Game I Pass? Would, I would think so. I don't think people are going to pay money for this. Yeah. Or people are going to want to pay money for this. Yeah. I wonder you know, how... Maybe like, okay, five bucks, seven bucks or something like that. Yeah. But I... I wonder how much money Microsoft ponied up for this. This is this seems like a goodwill type of game that they know they're not going to make any money off of. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. The last, the last story here. Uh, Bully 2. We talked about... Uh, Bully 2 potentially being revealed at the Game Awards uh, the last time we recorded. Apparently it was already in development at one point and <laughs> was later canceled because, uh, you know, it, th- there's a whole kind of like a history of Rockstar on GameInformer.com. I suggest you read it because this is where that story came from. I'm not going to... There's a small excerpt about Bully 2 uh, being developed at Rockstar New England. They ended up doing other like a racing game, I think Mm -hmm. after this got canceled and then, you know, later doing other stuff, but 
Yeah, Bully 2 was they they said after uh San Andreas that this was going to be they thought Bully 2 was going to be the next big thing from Rockstar and uh then it just ended up getting canceled. So that's See, I I I don't understand the hype behind Bully because when it first came out I remember it wasn't necessarily received the greatest. Yeah. Like it had interesting it had interesting concepts to it, but not a lot of people were really into it. No, I think a lot of people remember I th- they they remember Rockstar with rose-colored glasses. Everything they put out Grand Theft Auto 3 was really their first big game that got a lot of attention, right? Cuz you yeah. had you had State of Emergency, which wasn't very good. You had Manhunt, which was like this weird kind of murder game that was you know yeah, weird the, yeah it, uh, it it wasn't good yeah I, o- I remember that oni which was that th- weird third person shooter developed by bungie right like that mm-hmm. was that was weird like rockstar didn't have any great games right they published the f- they published uh red dead revolver from capcom mm-hmm. right but like and they well i guess max Payne. they published max Payne, i guess but like they, they, Rock... Yes, three was good. Yeah, Max Payne three was good. Yeah, but like before, uh, GTA was all they had, you know, mm-hmm. until Red Dead Redemption. I would say, right? Really? Yeah. Like Bully was okay, but it, I guess if you're looking, at, I guess what Midnight Club also they had, which was kind of okay. Yeah, that was okay. I but, mean, it was it was trying to be Need for Speed. Yeah, <laughs> but like Rockstar wasn't really who they were until Grand Theft Auto. 4 four i would say and red dead redemption like yeah. how you think of them today yeah red uh the gta 3 trilogy was awesome but it was gta it wasn't because rockstar was this huge name yet mm-hmm. so I don't yeah know. So, so that's why i don't understand why every time we get a little snippet of like you know rumors of of bully like all these gaming journalists are like going going apeshit about it where it's like oh my god look bully news oh there's rumor we're gonna get a trailer for it oh my god like mm-hmm. it'd be amazing but it's like yeah you, you, not, none of these people played it when yeah. it first came out did you play did you play the wii version i played the wii version of bully for like two hours guess what wasn't very good granted yeah i played it I on didn't the wii get but... that far i just i played <laughs> it on the ps2 and i was like what's the what's the big deal of this game and i yeah, yeah. i think i rented it at the time yeah, and I I just turned it back in. Yeah, so. I didn't really play Bully at all. I yeah. I have the scholarship edition for 360, which I could go back to I guess and play it, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe I will at some point this year. Um, eh, I, yeah, you know, along with the 60 other games on my backlog. But I don't know. I'm just uh, it feels like it feels like a Mirror's Edge situation where people were clamoring for a sequel and when they put one out, nobody bought it. And that, that uh, man, every time people talk about Mirror's Edge, that pisses me off so much. <laughs> Cause like, I really wanted a sequel. I actually wanted a sequel. I yeah. loved first Mirror's Edge. And when I, when the second one came out catalyst, like I loved it. I have, I bought the collector's edition, the whole big statue. It's a huge statue sitting up there. Um, but Man, that game came out. I loved it. And everyone's like, eh, you know, yeah. it's not the greatest. <laughs> eh, you know, whatever. This game sucks. It's like this, the same people that were like begging for its release. Now, all of a, now EA's like, we gave you what you want. Well, Ugh. man. 
So, uh, yeah, Bully 2, 2 was canceled. Maybe there'll be a different Bully 2 somewhere down the line, but cool. Uh, all right, so we're going to we, – we're starting a new segment called The Wrap-Up where uh, we did some – we did some tinkering during the off week, you would say. Suggestions that, you know, maybe would make the show a little bit lighter, a little bit better. We, we're adding a news wrap-up where smaller stories that maybe we don't really need to have discussions about but feel you need to be informed of anyway. Mm. So first up, first up here, legendary NFL coach and broadcaster John Madden passed away on December 28th. Madden is most known in the gaming community by his name and likeness to the annual EA Sports football simulation of the same name. Uh, very sad to hear that John Madden passed away. Uh, big influence in my life playing football a lot and uh, learning how to study tape. We watched a lot of John Madden breakdown film mm-hmm. when I was playing football, and that's how we learned how to watch tape on the opposing team. So, uh, yeah, sad that he passed away. Um, rest in peace, I guess. Man, yeah. a lot of people passing away this past, <laughs> this past week. Yeah. No kidding. Like 2021 is not, uh, not done. wasn't done yet. It's like, you know, yeah. let's give you Betty white, like right at the, right at the end too. Yeah. No. Um, I, uh, I, we talked about this before about how the, probably the worst tweets, to have come out uh, is a, a journalist uh, on Twitter said, everyone eulogizing Madden, how many concussions could we have prevented had he not turned brain injuries into a video game? And it's like, oh, God. Yeah. That's a terrible take. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. Like, it's just it's just one of those things. Like, uh, I, I guess people started following up with, like, uh, oh, youth football coaches are blaming these video games. Mm-hmm. for the amount of concussions that have risen and uh also people not even participating in football because it's like why should i play football in real life when i can go play the video game version of it yeah yeah hmm. twitter <laughs> uh, it, it, like twitter needs to man i don't know you need to settle down a little bit yeah you need to, you, know, you people on twitter like you need to have the, there needs to be like a check and balance system like where like Twitter has this AI program where it say, "Hey man, this tweet that you want to tweet sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Like, I want you to really think about it. I really want you to think about it." Right. And I'm going to hold this tweet for like 10 minutes and I really want you to sit down and think about this tweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh so the Mr. Chief meme is making its way into Halo Infinite as an AI companion in multiplayer. Though the fans are excited about this addition, they aren't so excited about the price. Uh 1999 US dollars. So uh neat. That's a it's a cool it's a cool AI. Not paying twenty bucks for it, sorry. This is what's this is what happens when games go free to play. I I mean I'm aware. Yeah. You don't tell me. I also came from an era when playing Halo, the only thing you could do is change your Spartan's color, and that's what Mm -hmm. you had, and that's what you played multiplayer with. So guess what? I don't care. I spent ten dollars on my battle pass, and I'm perfectly happy with it. Yeah, I mean, the, the you know these game developers got to make money somehow. I yeah. mean, let's keep, let's keep that in mind. Video games are a business. Mm-hmm. Developers are a business. Three four three studios is a business. They need money. It's true. And they need your money. Yeah. Yeah, your money. Your money. Speaking of free to play games, story. Our last story in the wrap up. Fortnite may be adding a no build mode, meaning the only way you can win 
is by shooting people. So just any standard battle royale game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, actually, that actually might get me to re-download it and play it once in a while. That still will not get me to re-download it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, dude, before we get into games with gold, uh, Fortnite, I'm so glad that I, that's not the game I suck my time into because I would be poor as hell. You see all the cool skins besides like the Marvel ones. This season alone, they've had they've had The Rock as a skin. They have Boba Fett as a skin. They have the Gears of War characters as a skin. They brought back a Master Chief the week that Halo, that Halo Infinite dropped as a skin. Mm-hmm. And now they well, there was something else that just recently dropped too that was like really cool. And that would have been like two hundred dollars to get all that. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not into Fortnite. Yeah, really, because uh, especially that one little thing, like especially when they drop Batman, yeah. it's like, oh man, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, or like when they drop when they dropped Captain America, I was like, that was the one time I was like, okay, maybe or or Master Chief the first time I was like, maybe I'll spend some money just so when I play this game I can play as a character that I really enjoy, like like, and then I went in to buy Captain America and it was like forty dollars. I was like, mm, nope. Wow. That's expensive. Well, the skin. But, I mean, the it's, skin. It's kind of genius when you think about it. Like from both Epic and the developer, because like I imagine, mm-hmm. like three four three studios is like, yeah, we'll have you use the likeliness of Master Chief. We'll get twenty percent of whatever you make. Yeah, you know, and it benefits both. Yeah, well, like Captain America, for example, the skin only was twenty five dollars, but you got to have Captain America. Still expensive. God, it, it is. It is. Good but Lord. like, but like. You can't have Captain America without a shield, which is like the backpack, which I don't know why characters have backpacks in that game. But like, Wait, that's extra too? Well, you can buy each piece separately or you can buy oh the bundle. God. Or you can buy the bundle, right? The And like the Avengers Helicarrier was like the little like floaty thing when you jump out of the battle bus. So that was yeah. that was extra. And then like his pickaxe was oh like, God. what was his pickaxe? I can't remember if it was like Thor's hammer or something. But like... Yeah, like it was like if you bought it all separate, it was like what fifty two dollars or something. Or if you bought the bundle, it was oh like it was either thirty four ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine. I'm not even kidding. Good God, wow. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, that's that is something. Yeah, but Stoy, you know what doesn't cost you any money this month? Games with gold. Games with gold. So, I have not heard of any of these games. <laughs> I, I really haven't either. So the available from January 1st to the 31st is Neuro, Neurovoider. Uh, Neurovoider. Uh, from January 16th to February 15th is a ground. A ground? A ground. A ground? Sure. A groomed. A groomed. I don't know. Available from January 1st through 15th is Radiant Silver Gun, is your Xbox 360 title, which is now backwards compatible on Xbox One and Xbox Series consoles. And then from January 16th through the 31st is Space Invaders Infinity Gene, which I assume is some variant of Space Invaders. That's pretty much like the only familiar one that... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Neat. We're going to move on to a segment called... What? I was gonna say they ain't they ain't anything coming out for Game Pass this week, so I know. I was gonna say I know I think there's there's a couple games coming out next week. I could talk about stuff that's leaving. I mean you you could, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, PUBG is leading because apparently PUBG is going free to play. Yeah. So, and then like some other like games like Desperados Three, Ghost of a Tale, Mountain Blade, Warband, Pandemic, the board game, the video game, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then uh, YIIK, a postmodern RPG. Y two K. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, but also uh, Yakuza Zero One and Two left also this this past week. Right. Yeah. But they're still yeah. only five dollars a piece if you want them. Well, yeah, like. Admitted, if if you had the game on Game Pass, uh, you can actually. Uh, th- there's a lot of times for I, I think a certain <coughs> amount of time that game is like discounted. So like you could yeah. buy the game for like a twenty percent discount. Yeah, it doesn't Plus, it doesn't last for long though. So yeah, I think it's up to know. I think it's up to a week after the game leaves that it's on sale. Yeah. There's actually a section on Game Pass called Leaving Soon. You can go in there, and if you want to purchase the game, you can just click on it and say buy to keep or whatever. Yeah, right. Which is a nice feature, I guess. No, oh, it, re- it really is. Honestly, it's like I said, it's it's kind of a good way to make Game Pass viable. Is like you're still making money off of people purchasing games because you know when the game leaves, it's like, hey, I still want the game in my library. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Stoy, we're going to move into our topic of the show, which is a look at Xbox preview in 2022 and beyond. This is a big preview, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of games on this list. I think there's almost 40 games on this list that we know about this year so far. Granted, some of them are upgrades. Some of them are, you know, delayed games. And some of them we don't even know if they're coming out this year. But right. But I am excited for a lot of these games. I have to tell you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really have to tell you. Before we start, before we start, I do want to say that 2021 sucked. <laughs> there really wasn't a lot for video games. I mean, to come out this year, and, and I know there's very good reasons behind it. Like I, I totally get it. I understand it. Development on a lot of these big title video games took a huge, huge hit. Yeah. And, but, you know, so I'm I'm really putting stock in the fact that 2022 is going to be one of the biggest years for video games in recent memory and just looking at this list i'm like yeah it's it's definitely looking shaping up to be that way yeah uh so how how do you want to do this because i i originally had everybody pick five games that they were excited for from this list but that's when i thought there were going to be four of us on this show and not just the two of us Mm -hmm. uh do we want to go through the whole list or do we just kind of want to well i mean we could like a, a lot of these we can kind of uh we so, can kind of shoot through like quickly. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just run down the list. And then uh, if we have a discussion, if we have something to say about it, we'll just say something about it, I guess. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, so this is like literally in order of release date. So it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of nice that I tried to do that yeah. so that we could just kind of, you know, see, kind of give everybody an idea, a big picture idea of what's coming. Uh, which some of these are, I'm surprised, uh, are coming as quickly as they are. I didn't, mm-hmm. re- I didn't realize some of these games were coming out so soon. Yeah. Uh, so to kick off the year, the uh, Rainbow Six Extraction is coming on January 20th, which mm-hmm. seems cool. Uh, I don't... I'm actually, I'm actually excited for this one because this has, I've always, if I play Rainbow Six, I play uh, um, Terrorist Hunt. Yeah. I played those modes, and this is a really good uh, refresher 
if not uh I mean Tom Clancy let's let's he's probably rolling over in his grave <laughs> right now to see what what games with his no. name on it are doing oh you but, mean uh, X Defiant yeah. isn't really a Tom Clancy game for you no <laughs> nope 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 but I, I I'm I'm excited for this one I mean it's like it kind of like tactical left for dead <laughs> yeah it's so this game is a full game sequel to based off of an a, a it's a sequel to an event that happened in the current game right yeah they had um they, it, it was like kind of like in beta mode or they kind of like it was called uh, Ra- uh like rainbow six quarantine or something mm-hmm. like that yeah where like you had to extract the scientist from a laboratory but like there was like these monsters in this laboratory and then when you completed the extraction that was it um and apparently that caused this big cataclysmic apocalyptic event that is now going to be you're not going to be playing in this game. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I so I'll check I will probably check this out at some point. The only reason why I'm not going to buy it day 1 is cuz I didn't I don't know if I'm going to have anybody to play it with. But if you I'll play it, it with you because yeah, I'll uh I'll jump on it. I I've been meaning to really get back into Siege. Like I I don't know. It's one yeah. of those things like I I played it for a short amount of time. And then I would keep kind of going back to it and going back to it and going back to it. And then just, yeah. Yeah. I it's played... like an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> you just keep going back to her and just, oh, yeah, nothing's changed. It's comfort. And then you just keep going you know? back. Yeah, it's comfort. I get mm-hmm. it. Uh, coming on February 4th uh, is Dying Light 2 Stay Human. I know, there's time. A, I know there's a lot of hype around this game. I know a lot of people really like that first game. Mm-hmm. I didn't really play the first game. I know they kind of just re-released a platinum silver edition or something with, you know, kind of all the bells and whistles. Yeah, it's playable on the Switch. Like, we're talking not cloud-based. Like, you can play mm-hmm. it on the Switch Yeah, if you want. <laughs> yeah, I won't be playing it on the Switch. I own it somewhere. I don't remember what console I own it on, but I own it somewhere. Yeah, I think I have it for PlayStation, I think, and uh, PC. I think I bought it on sale for PC a while back. Yeah. Uh, Crossfire X is coming on February 10th. Uh, the, the notable thing about Crossfire X is that the multiple multiplayer is free is free to play, but the mm-hmm. campaign is being developed by remedy. So yes. Uh, and it looks so good. <laughs> a lot of excitement there. Uh, yeah. About that. Uh, on February 22nd, uh, destiny Two, the witch queen, the big expansion to obviously destiny two is going to be, crazy i'm excited because the uh big bad is, is kind of like the story that's going on right now uh the big the big bad of the witch queen has learned how to harness the light and create uh guardians the hive guardians and so we are actually fighting other guardians that are bad guys so that's, oh boy that's neat it's new uh so there's this new they're also adding weapon crafting and uh, you know, new kind of abilities to kill ghosts. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it seems like they're really pushing, pushing destiny Two in a, in full on RPG direction. Uh, they're changing the way subclasses work and everything to where you actually have to use like the equivalent to skill points and the stuff. It seems, it really seems like they're turning into that RPG direction, which right. is exciting 
if it was the only game I was playing, but also scary because it seems like it's going to take up more time. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, yeah, especially in this uh, month of February where you have, I, I don't know if you're into the next game that you're going to talk about. but Yeah, I mean, so Elden Ring, I know a lot of people are excited for Elden Ring comes out on February 25th. I know all the Dark Souls fans are excited for this kind of mm-hmm. open world take on that genre. Are you excited for Elden Ring? Uh, I, I'm waiting with cautious breath because I'm not a Dark Souls, Sekiro, mm-hmm. Bloodborne type of player. Um, the world intrigues me, and I will give it a shot. Like I, I've tried Bloodborne, I've tried Sekiro, I've tried those games, and you know, gotten into it. But like, man, it's just something about needing the patience. Yeah, that I just didn't have at those That's... times. So I'm gonna try this game. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I may like it. That's that's the thing is like everybody always talks about how hard these games are. It's not that they're hard. You just have to be patient. Yeah, that's that's, that's really what it is. Yeah. And like I get it like this generation. Uh, uh, my, <laughs> It's funny. Someone I used to know called it the microwave generation where everything has to happen so quack so quick and instantly and fast yeah. and everything. And like this that really makes you slow down and think and learn the patterns and everything, which is like fine for people who like us who grew up playing like NES games and uh, yeah. I compared it, I compared it to like Mega Man and like really learning the patterns and stuff and, and Ninja Gaiden and stuff. But like, yeah, that, yeah, that's the thing. It's like these games have those same qualities from those earlier games. It's just, we want the game to be more forgiving of us and yeah. make us feel a little bit more overpowered mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, really trying to learn and crack the code Yeah, and, yeah. And the cha- the challenge too is like how patient do you want to be or how much do you want to go overpower yourself to take these monsters on as well too, right? Cuz you can right, it's yeah. so easy to go grind too. Mm-hmm. You know. So I don't know. We'll see. I I'm excited to see people excited for this game. Yeah. The same day Grid Legends comes out. Are you excited for this story? I know you're kind of like a racing guy. Yeah, I just I I'm kind of curious, intrigued on where they plan on going with the story because it looks like kind of like a, uh, like a rivals type, you know, game where it's like you're just, like they they had this live action trailer of all these racers kind of like talking shit with each other or whatever and like getting a little bit heated at times. So I'm kind of curious mm. what the story like. I imagine there's going to be a story mode to this game. Right. I'm kind of curious to see where that kind of leads into it because. Now every racing game has to have a story, I it's guess. <laughs> yeah, well, everything has well, to have I, a story now, right? Madden has yeah, a story Yeah, I know, mode there has to too. have a narrative, you know. Like, I think FIFA started that with their, you know, story modes. And uh, F1 2021 had a story mode this past year, so. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Does it, do they need it? I don't know. Like, cool, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it needs it. Sure. Can't call it Grid Fine, Legends it. without somebody becoming a legend, right? Yeah. Uh, whatever. We'll see. See how it goes. I, I, I may or may not pick it up. I I don't know. I mean, I played the Grid games in the past, but yeah. Uh, coming out March 16th, Stoy, Tunic. This is a game I think Legend a lot of... Legend of Zelda, but you're with a fox, right? Is yeah. Is that this one? Yep. Yeah. I think a lot of people are excited for this. I will. Yeah, because they announced this two years ago. They did. <laughs> it's been it's well. It's been at that winter demo fest two years in a row, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy that it's finally coming out. It looks cute, like it looks cool, but oh yeah, 
you know, it just, it, it's one of those games I feel like got announced too early <laughs> and it kind of lost mm-hmm. its excitement. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins is coming on March 22nd as well. Kill Chaos. Yeah, Kill Chaos. I'm here to kill Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> did you see, <laughs> by the way, did you see Block's uh, recent review on uh, Ever Oasis? No, I have game. not. Uh, you should watch I, I it because he, yeah. us, he uses that chaos clip a lot. And that it's so comedically timed. It's, yeah. His videos are so good. No, they are. They're, they're really well put together. Yeah. I wish I had the time and the patience to do that because he's very good at it. Yeah. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands comes out on March 24th. Uh, it's the Borderlands spinoff game. Looks neat, I guess. Yeah, it looks neat. Probably. I, I I wish I knew what kind of game this was. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Borderlands has just never really like done it for me. I, I don't know what it is. For me, it hit the peak at Borderlands Two. Borderlands Two was great, and then I really fell out of it with Borderlands Three. Hmm. Like I think too much time has passed, and when I once I started playing Borderlands Three, I just man, it was just a I I couldn't get into it. Yeah, uh, the GTA Five. Uh, Series X upgrade is coming in March as well. Three generations of GTA Five. Mm-hmm. They're shutting down the online for 360 and PS3 though. Oh uh, yeah, Rip. I hope so. WWE 2K22 is coming out in March as well. Silence. Cool. <laughs> Lego <laughs> Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga is coming in Q1. Finally. Yeah. I'll probably another check. one that was announced like a couple years ago. Yeah. Hope it's better than the last movie. Uh, I'll probably check it out. I don't know. I I haven't played a Lego game in a long time, so yeah. I think the last I one know. I played was like the first Harry Potter one. Which for was me, like, I think it was Lego Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, I forgot Lego Indiana Jones too. When the yeah yeah because they put the fourth movie in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cyberpunk is also getting its Q uh its Series X upgrade in Q one supposedly maybe. That's this is what I'm waiting for. I've I, I got through a few hours of Cyberpunk when it first came out. Gl- it was glitchy. It wasn't like game breaking glitch, but it was it was glitchy yeah. on my Series X. Mm-hmm. But then when I when they said like, oh, the upgrade is coming soon, I was like, all right, I'll just shelve it. Yeah, you know, and wait for that upgrade. But uh, yeah, here I am, still waiting a year, whole year later. Yeah, I wanna, I really want to play this game, mm-hmm. and I, I'm really hoping that it comes out. Yeah, soon. I will probably revisit it. Uh, I I ended up playing through it and finishing it. I it got to a point where I was just like, I don't want to do any of the side stuff because I know when this upgrade comes out, I might revisit it at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. But the story, I really liked the the main story. You know, it was intriguing enough to keep me going through. But I don't know. I didn't think there was enough. It it definitely wasn't the game that they promised it to be. Right? It was. Yeah. It. So, I don't know. I'll revisit it. I just want to see what it looks like, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Warhammer 40K Darktide is coming to Game Pass in Q1, which is their kind of Left 4 Dead version. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked for that. I'll, I'll give that a shot. Yeah. I'm just looking for, uh, is, is Space Marine 
two on this list? No, it's not. No, it's it didn't have a 2022 confirmed okay. release date. I, I didn't know if it did or not. Yeah, I I hope it does because I really like Space Marine One. Did you play the first Space Marine? Hell yeah, dude. Dude, Josh the cha- and I were just talking about that today, man. <laughs> like, just so amazing. The 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 chainsaw swords were so cool. Yeah, I don't. No kidding, dude. During the game awards, when that uh, the voice actor of the in the game like had that big ass chainsword like on his yeah. back, Josh and I both were like, "Where? How much?" <laughs> yeah, dude. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Is this Space Marine two? Am I the only one that's going to be excited for this?" Yeah. Oh, uh, man, what a cool game that was! Because it was like it just it was basically just like a <laughs> a B version of Gears with a sword. Yeah. But it, it was like uh, Gears meets kind of modern Doom of just like yeah. glorifying kills because the only way you could he- really heal yourself was like just glory kill after glory kill after right. glory kill. And just, th- I mean, it encourages you to just be as like ruthless as possible. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I, I really liked that game. Is it backwards yeah. compatible? No. Mm. No, because Josh talked about this because he bought it for the 360 because it's he saw it on the Xbox store but the Xbox store does not allow you to play it on the 360. So he bought a physical copy of it. Can't play it on his uh, Xbox one or series. So yeah, it's kind of, I mean, I have it for the PlayStation three and my, my PS three is still hooked up to my TV. Mm-hmm. So I may pop it in yeah. sometime soon, but I mean, there's like, there's like 10 games that I still have my 360 plugged in for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the, the transformers games, alpha protocol, this oh, anytime guess. someone ever mentions alpha protocol i get so sad oh man dude wait so so sad side, side tangent does microsoft own alpha protocol now or does sega still own it no sega still owns it God, sega come on give it to microsoft i know i know god alpha protocol was so cool it really was oh no i think it was um it, it was a difference between a sega and obsidian yeah because obsidian developed the game right and like sega still owned it Right. Well, that's what that's and, what I was saying. That's why I was asking: yeah. Does Obsidian own it, or does Sega? That's right, because then Microsoft would pretty much own it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, man, Alpha Protocol. God. Alpha get, Protocol. Oh. God. <laughs> this is your I'm just, fault. This I'm your so fault. upset now. This is your fault. I'm upset I'm so too, upset. dude. No. Okay. So the two games I really wanted backwards compatible. Well, three now because Space Marine I just found out was not backwards compatible. Was uh-huh. was Alpha Protocol and Army of Two: The Fortieth Day. Neither yeah. of those games are we, backwards compatible. We, we talked about that day today too. How why yeah. it's a travesty that the Fortieth Day is not backwards compatible. Oh, it's so good. Uh-huh. Jeez. <sighs> Anyways. I don't. Know. <laughs> what else? What else? Stalker Two is coming in April, April twenty eighth to Game Pass. No NFTs. I'm really, to, I'm really, really intrigued in this game. So, so, are are you sad that they took the NFTs out? Hell no. Were you looking forward to your stock? You know, honestly, NFT? honestly, I don't really care because I would, I, I, I'm not partaking in this whole NFT thing. So, like, if I mean, I know Ubisoft has gotten into heaps of shit too yeah. for their NFTs. Like, hey, look, NFTs for uh, Ghost Recon. It's like cool. Yeah, the one game nobody plays. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> uh. But yeah. Oh, I, I don't that. Know. Uh, what, what was that more recent uh, Ghost Recon game that they announced? Frontlines or something? <laughs> Frontlines, yeah. And it's like, hey, look, the game. Look, look, we're making a new Ghost Recon game. We didn't want that. But we thought you did. No, we didn't. Yeah. We never said that. Yeah. 
Ugh. What was it like? A was it wasn't it a battle royale type game? Yeah, it was almost like a battle royale persistent multiplayer game or something like that. And it was like gross no story. It's just all God. multiplayer. That's it. The last great Ghost Recon game was uh, what was it? Future Soldier. Future Soldier. Yeah, the 360 yep. one. That was the last great one. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next one what? is interesting, and I did not know it was coming so soon. Red. I know this is actually shocking. Redfall is listed for Q2 for Game Pass. I am hopeful, but I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I guess. I'm really excited for Redfall. Yes. This being listed for Q2 made me like rethink how I wanted to play games in the first half of next year. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited for that one. Also in Q2, The Witcher 3 is getting a native uh, upgrade for Series X. So, cool. Cool. I played it on Switch, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I played it on PC and uh, um, and my Xbox. So, I bought. I remember I had it for the PlayStation. I bought it for the Xbox because it was the first to get the HDR 4K upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I might I might go back and, and play it. I own it on Xbox. I own the complete edition. I've always mm. wanted to play it like on my TV and I just thought like the Switch was gonna be the place to play it because it's so big and I would be able to play it without taking up the TV, you know, and Right. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'll I'll check it out. I don't know if I'll ever ever beat it, but I'll check it out. I mean there's a lot to do in this game. Yeah. There's a lot to do. Yeah. Uh, Saints Row, the Saints Row reboot is coming in August of 2022. This was supposed to come out in February, I think. Yeah, I think. And then they they delayed it just to kind of give it some extra polish. Mm -hmm. I think the move was also good for it because, uh, I mean, February was so packed, this game was going to get lost. Yeah, it really was. So I think it's kind of, it's smart in that, you know, push it back a whole six months and that means the game will just come out even more. I mean, probably more perfect than mm-hmm. so. I'm excited. Maybe not perfect, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No. I, yeah, I am too. I'm. I'm actually. I love the Saints Row franchise. I like. I mean, it took me a while to kind of really understand where they were going with it, and the more recent gameplay trailer that they had. I think it was. Was it at the Game Awards? I think it, so. W- 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 yeah. Whatever was the most recent gameplay trailer that they had, it was. It really showcased what Saints Row is. Yeah. You know, and that's where I was like, yeah, this is. This is Saints Row. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, Test Drive Unlimited Solar Crown is coming in September, September 22nd. Cool. Uh, Scorn is coming to Game Pass on in October at some point. The whole year after it said it was supposed to be released? Yeah. This game looks weird, man. ASCS, some HR, HR Giger bullshit. Yeah. Like it, or, or it looks really good. Like, I'm actually... I mean, I have no idea what this game is, <laughs> like what kind of gameplay features it has or what the story is. But it, I just from an art standpoint alone, like I'm really intrigued. It looks slimy. And mm. bony. Yeah. Mm. Starfield, the big Xbox exclusive, I would say, for, for this year. 11-11-22, a homage to that Skyrim release date. Yeah. I have a feeling that this is going to be probably the, I don't know. I, I, I just got a feeling that this is going to be probably one of the more higher rated games of 2022. Yeah. I, 
I would really like to play either Fallout or Skyrim before this comes out just to get a feel for Bethesda games. Because, like, I've tried both so many times and I've just never gotten into them. It's the same with Skyrim. I've tried a couple times and just uh, same thing. I've, I've never really gotten into them. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll play Fallout. I played Fallout, you know, numerous times. I feel like you're yeah. either a, a an Elder Scrolls person or a Fallout person, and like, yeah. I mean, I know the Venn diagrams there where people play both and love both, but like, I feel like if you're gonna lean towards one, you're definitely leaning towards, you know, one or the other. Oh yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you in that. I mean, I so I, I guess in that sense, I guess I'd be more into Fallout. Yeah, I feel like that would be the way that I would lean too. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try what Fallout Three and New Vegas are the ones that people like, right? So, yeah, maybe I'll I start mean, New there. Vegas. New Vegas is kind of like the underground hit, the like the better one with the better story and the better, yeah, better characters in it. You know. Yep. Uh. So, Obsidian again, by the way. Yeah, Obsidian did it. Yeah, nailed it. Well, Fallout was theirs to begin with, I think. Yeah. Well, think it was like they, uh, they, they created the original. What was it? It was like a. Uh, Black Isle split into an Exile and Obsidian, right? Mm-hmm. When that yep. when that studio closed, and then and now they're back together, <laughs> right? And then the IP was was purchased by Microsoft or by uh, mm-hmm. Bethesda to do Fallout Three, but uh, and then in Exile went on to make Wasteland. Yep. So which was essentially old school Fallout. <laughs> Man, the web, the web that has been created. Yep. Sonic Frontiers, speaking of open world games that people are excited about. Yeah. It's coming in Q4. I don't it's know. A, that, this game is either going to be amazing or it's going to be a train wreck. It's going to be a train wreck, dude. It's a 3D Sonic I, game. I have a feeling like it's going to be a train wreck. I am not uh, not hopeful for it. I mean, I'm just not. Yeah, it it definitely seems weird. Also, it seems weird that the games would not use the movie Sonic in the games. Right to try to have some sort of weird cohesive vision of the franchise. Yeah. I don't know if he really needs it though. I don't know. I know, but I really like the design of the son of the movie Sonic. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. I we were we were waiting. I was hoping that uh, when the Sonic movie would come out uh, in DVD or Blu-ray, whatever, that uh-huh. um, they would release the original Sonic cut with the with, oh, the, with the old the, Sonic. Yeah, uh. yeah. God, I wanted that so bad. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so glad they redesigned him, but then they shut the so studio down that redesigned him. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Sonic the movie, not terrible. No. Good fun. Good. Surprisingly good. Yeah. Second one looks wacky, dude. Second one just looks weird. Mm-hmm. I'm for it, though. Jim Carrey is a great robot. Oh, yeah. Man. And Idris Elba is Knuckles. Mm hmm. Man. Uh, all right, the next game I'm really excited for, Sea of Stars, which is the kind of pixelated, pixel art uh, RPG from the creators of The Messenger. It looks a lot like Chrono Trigger. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I yeah. was like, why is I think I heard of this game just recently. Yeah, yeah I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, it looks really cool. It was another game that was announced like two years ago, but then they shut up about it and never showed it until a couple, like, I think they showed it at like the Indie World thing that nintendo put on game looks awesome i cannot wait yeah. for that game the messenger was good though 
No, I love the messenger. Actually, it was actually uh, it was funnier than I thought it'd be. Like I, I thought it was just gonna be kind of like a serious tone, but yeah. it was actually there were a lot of bits that were like really hilarious. Yeah, even the shot, like the shopkeeper guy. Yep, it's pretty. And funny. that whole twist. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so good. <laughs> uh, Plague Tale Requiem is coming to Game Pass in 2022 at some point. Yeah, this this game, Plague Tale, uh, is it Plague Tale Innocence? Yeah, that was a, such a sleeper hit for me. Yeah, I like, think it was, I, I think I, it was a sleeper hit for everybody. Yeah, because it came out and it was like, hey, this looks interesting. But then like the game was out and it was like, it was great. Like, I was so shocked at how much I enjoyed that game. Yeah, I don't. I that's a game that I, I will I want to play through this year because it it got the Series X upgrade towards the end of last year. And uh, a lot of people love it. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to try to play it because, like the way the way I have my 2022 mapped out here, Stoy, I don't okay. have a I don't have a PlayStation Five, so I won't be playing Horizon. That's okay. But in between my Destiny time and my free time, I'm going to try to play as many games that I haven't played until like I think like late March. So backlog time. That's yep. on it. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is coming in 2022 from Ubisoft. The de- more uh, specifically massive games, the p- people behind The Division, mm-hmm. which they're also making a Star Wars game. Uh, uh. <laughs> man, Avatar, man. This, these blue cat people just won't go away. No, yeah. I mean, they're still working on the movie, right? So working supposed, on the sequel? The sequels that do they film they've filmed four sequels already. What? Yeah, it's uh they're coming out in 2022, 2024, 2026 and 2028. Wow. Yeah. They filmed them all back to back, I guess. That's impressive. Yeah. I Okay. Mm, it just won't go away, man. Yeah, but, it's not going to. Man. Uh but this game, I don't know. I I don't really care for Avatar the movie, but I don't either. The ride at Disney World was really cool. And uh okay. I don't know if they did this game right, like an open world kind of game, sort of like The Division, but with like flying and cool, I don't know. It might be neat, but not holding my breath. Yeah. Speaking of holding your breath, Dead Space Remake is also supposedly coming out in 2022. I don't think it is. I don't either. It has <laughs> I a, think it has a 2022 release date on it. I really think it's going to be 2023. Probably quarter 1 2023. Yeah, I would say like January so, or February where Resident yeah. Evil usually sits. Mm-hmm. I think they want to get out before the next Resident Evil game, which is supposedly 4, which is supposedly next year. Yeah, right. So, I mean, we we need to have a Resident Evil of some kind come out this year. Yeah. So I'm still kind of waiting to see because like lately there's been a Resident Evil game to have come out every year. I think in the last like five or six years. Well, so. there there is that. Wasn't there like a Revelations three that turned into a different project at some point? What did it turn into? Did it turn into eight? Was that it? I thought it turned into. Man, I don't remember. Yeah, I just I know they were working on Revelations in that in that whole scope, and then they changed it. Maybe it was Village. Maybe it was. Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you had, like, you know, Resident Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil 3 remake. Or, I mean, it was 7 first, and then it was 2, 3. Then it was um, 
yeah, it was it was Village. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So where's that Code Veronica remake? Man, that should be the one that needs remade. It really honestly, it should be. It really should be. Um, Resident Evil 4 and VR is amazing. Like I it's it's so fun to play. That's what I hear. So fun to play. That's yeah. what I hear. Uh, but yeah, Dead Space remake. I'm sure there's a lot of people excited for that. I don't mm-hmm. do spooky I, games. I am. I do it. I'm. I'm stoked for this. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't need a remake, but I'm all for it. Yeah, they probably could have just done the Mass Effect Legendary Edition type remaster to this game, and people would have gone ape shit over it. Dude, I would have. Yeah, I would have taken that. I would have t- totally taken that and been perfectly content with it. Like, yeah. I'll take a remake because I'm. I'm really excited to see what Motive does with this game. Mm-hmm. You know? Plus, they're adding all that stuff that was cut from the original game, supposedly, right? Yep. So, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, the next game on the list is Gotham Knights. Yes. 2022. I'm excited for that. Nightwing, Batwoman, Red Hood. Yeah, I'll probably... Robin. I will probably Hell play yeah. as Batgirl a lot, I'm sure. Red Hood for me. <laughs> yeah, Red Hood's cool. I'll try, I mean, I'll try them all out. Actually, but... actually, Nightwing mostly. I'm I'm wearing the Nightwing shirt, so I'll probably be playing mostly as him. But I I have a soft spot for Jason Todd. Yeah, understandable. Hogwarts Legacy is also scheduled for 2022. I'm excited for that. We just that want... coming out in 2022. I I really don't think it is. Yeah, I I think I think I think Warner Brothers has too much coming out this year. Yeah, uh, I think they got it. I th- that, that's that would be the first one to be delayed that one that one they have to nail like they yeah. really really have to nail mm-hmm. so we just we just watched the harry potter reunion special my wife and i yeah on, I, on my wife watched it yeah it, and it was like i really i i really want to like go back and read the books or or watch the movies again at some point mm-hmm. uh, i like that universe and sometimes i've been away from it for so long that it was kind of nice to revisit it in this way and i kind of want to revisit it so that's this game is kind of exciting if they nail it yeah they better nail this next one too prince of persia sands of time remake that was also announced like two years ago well they significantly delayed it because when it came out it was like (laughs) graphically like it didn't look great no it looked like like crap (laughs) yeah it really did like oh i hope they really fixed this beforehand and i think they I, I'm glad that they delayed it for a significant amount of time. Yeah. Like, just, just make it right, please. Yeah. I mean, hmm. Yeah, please make it right. Because that those games, were, right. those games were so cool when they came out. Yeah, I know. And a lot of people have a soft spot for the Prince of Persia series. Yeah. You know, I, I do especially. Like, I would love for Sands of Time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it, it's the same thing with the Dead Space thing. I would have loved maybe, like, a, just a, a, you know, a fresh coat of paint on it, slap it on the new systems and call it a day. Yeah. But uh, the fact that we're getting a remake, it's like, all right, cool. You know, and they're bringing back a lot of the old, you know, uh, voice actors that played the roles of uh, you know, like Yuri Lowenthal is back as the prince. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But, yeah. I just, I just hope like these remakes, cause like that Splinter Cell remake was announced too. And I just hope that Ubisoft takes the time to remake these games properly because, yeah. uh, if you like, especially something as precious as Prince of Persia or Splinter Cell, that like maybe they're not going to sell the way that Assassin's Creed sells, but that means your game has to be even better than those games. Because well, yeah, because you that's wanna... what's going to sell the game. Yeah, 
because yeah. your audience is depending on that remake to ha- have a new release in the series. And if it's not good, you know, they're not going to buy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, Speaking of games that do look good, though, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 supposedly coming this year as well to Game Pass. Yeah. I, hmm, that game, when they showed it at the Game Awards again, dude, I, I was like shocked at that game. Mm-hmm. It looks good, man. Yeah. Dude, they, like, they got, like, what really impressed me the most about this game during the Game Awards was like the running animations. Yeah. Her running animation looked like a woman running away. Like, that's what mm-hmm. it looked like. It, because, like, a lot of times you get these generic running animations, right, that look very video gaming and very slow. But, the, yeah. dude, there was, like, her her hands were, like, in running position. Her elbows were in. Like, you could tell, like, they really motion captured that run animation. Mm-hmm. It was, like, that was really impressive. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like you said, they kind of use generic running animation. And it, it looks uncharacteristic to the motion capture <laughs> actress, you know. But uh, or actor and uh, the fact that they probably actually physically recorded her, uh-huh. you know, maybe on a treadmill or something like that, whatever, running and mm-hmm. sprinting like, yeah, it makes it more believable. Yeah. Like, and that's well, maybe that's ha- extra development time, but that's you, you want it to look good. Yeah. Well, they have that new motion capture studio that's like really large. It's like a large, long space for them. Mm-hmm. So that that's I mean, it was just it was really. I'm I hope this game is just. I don't know. I feel like this game could be huge for them, especially with like the success of of God of War for PlayStation. Like this kind of gave me that vibe, mm-hmm. like a God of War style game. At this point, yeah. As much as I wanted it to be like a Horizon style game, this is. I think it's going to be more along the lines of God of War. It's definitely going to be bigger than the first game. I feel like, right? Oh yeah, probably like ten times bigger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also coming to Game Pass, Sniper Elite Five. I think I stopped playing Sniper Elite games after three. I think that was the last time I played one. Yeah, I think four is on Game Pass right now. Yeah, but I I don't really have any interest in these games to be mm-hmm. honest. Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League is also coming out this year. I'm in on this one. Like it looks so good. That gameplay yeah. that gameplay trailer reveal. Oh man, it looks so good. <laughs> so yeah. much fun and co-op too. Like it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely check it out. Anything from Rocksteady. I'll definitely check out, especially because like the Batman games are so good. Yeah, no kidding. I I really think let's I think they were heavily rumored Rocksteady was supposed to be making the Su- a Superman game. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen maybe ga- some gameplay snippets of what their idea was. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So well, it's funny because they were rumored to be working on a, on a Superman game, and the Gotham Knights team was rumored to be working on a Suicide Squad game at one point, and it got oh, canceled. Yeah. They kind of. It seems like they kind of switched, almost switched roles, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord of the Rings: Gollum is also coming in 2022, which is okay. I don't cool. really understand what that game is, but yeah. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns is also coming out this year, which I was. Ex- I'm going to get to playing Blade. Yeah, which <laughs> I was excited for until they said that they're. Uh, Tactical combat is based on a, a deck building system, and I'm like, I'm I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. That sucks. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if a lot of people gave them feedback on that, and they're changing it. I would hope so, because uh, uh, 
I really don't think you're you're gonna create you're gonna find a very 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 small niche market of people mm-hmm. for such a big game and such a big hype surrounding it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Deck deck building, man. It's like it's like the word roguelike to me. Yeah, it really is. For procedurally generated. Ugh. I'm not a fan of that either. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Also coming in 2022, Stoy, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Can, can, can I admit that this is probably my most anticipated game of 2022? I mean, can I admit that <laughs> I am? it's up there for me too? I know. It's just the weirdest like old-school side-scrolling action combat game. God. Man. It looks oh, so God. good, dude. It looks, it looks so, so good. good. It looks so smooth. I mean, it's made by Dot Mayu, who's they pretty much nailed Streets of Rage and all those other kind of like old school side they do they have that they have that style of game on lock yeah and they would have to really screw it up to make it to make that game come out like trash i know like oh just dude you can play as april man come on i know i wonder how many other characters you can play as splinter and casey jones where are they at dude yeah i know if casey jones isn't in this i mean come on dude that's if casey if you can play as april and not casey jones what are you doing you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know. No kidding. Clearly, don't know your audience. Yeah. I mean, regardless, regardless, I'm still. I I know I'm gonna still love the hell out of this game. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Star Ocean: The Divine Force is coming in 2022. Uh, looked looks just like Tales of Arise. I you couldn't tell me if you showed me two screenshots. Well, but... Star Ocean was like Tales of Arise, but in space. Yeah. Like it was very sci-fi ish. You yeah. know, landing on alien planets in spaceships and stuff and. So, because I, I played the old PC game, PSP games, and uh, PS3. They had one come out for the PS4 and Xbox era, but I, I Last played Hope. a little bit of that. Yeah, I played a little bit of it. but Yeah, I played till the end of time, which was the PlayStation 2 game, and I really liked it and never played any other Star Ocean game. Yeah. But it was also at a time where I really loved JRPGs, mm-hmm. and that was, like, exclusively what I played on PlayStation 2. Yeah, that was a... That was the JRPG factory. Yeah. There. Yeah, PS1 and PS2 were just JRPG machines. Yep. Uh, Windjammers 2 is also coming in 2022. Cool. Neat. Uh Chronicle Rising is coming to Game Pass in 2022, which is that kind of spiritual successor to Suikoden. Yeah, Suikoden or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody says it different. It's fine. Yeah, I know. It's like Suikoden. I've heard that too, but it's like Suikoden. Yeah, sounds uh, sounds more like what it's supposed to be. I don't know. Yeah, and then I know that this is kind of like a prequel to the one that's the real game that's coming in twenty twenty three. Yeah, because this one's like the kind of like side scrolling beat 'em up or something. Yeah, it's yeah, but it's also like it's like a side scrolling RPG, I think. Yeah, but uh, the yeah the actual Euden Chronicle game that's supposed to be the real true RPG that one's not coming out till like next year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cuphead Delicious Last Course is coming in 2022. Uh, Man, where was this game? Like, I was, it was like, like, oh, they announced it at the Game Awards. I was like, man, I forgot about Cuphead. Cuphead came out in 2017, dude. Yeah. Like, I I get that this entire game is hand drawn and everything, Mm. but five years? Jesus Christ. Five years to make make a DLC. Right. To make a DLC. Jesus Christ. Come on. And, like, I, I was reading into it, and, like, you can play this new character through the entire base game as well. Yeah. And, like, I know you have – and there's new moves and new kind of 
upgrades and stuff for this character and stuff, and you have to redraw that to animate for the other islands and other bosses and stuff. But Jesus Christ, dude, five not years. not five years worth. Like it re- really. God, I, I imagine there were some other things they were probably working on, you know, at the time. But yeah, I mean, I know they're only like a five man team or whatever. But jeez, right? Yeah. Uh, Avowed is supposedly coming this year, which I doubt it. I doubt it. Right? I would love if it did. I, I mean, love it. If what, it did. So what was the last game that came out from them? Outer Worlds? Outer Worlds. Yeah. Uh, unless you count Grounded. Well, yeah, but Grounded's only a 12 man team. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, probably their biggest game was yeah, Outer Worlds, which was like, what, two years ago? Yeah. 2019. Yeah. So almost three years ago at this point. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, man. Uh, I guess I guess avowed because they have three teams, right? They have the gr- the grounded, yeah, avowed, and then Outer Worlds too. Yeah. So, hmm. I don't know how long they've been working on about. It. I mean, we first heard rumblings of it like what two years ago. Yeah. Well, they announced so, it two years ago, I think. Yeah. So. Or like a year ago, I guess. I mean, it wouldn't be shocking that it it would come out this year. Yeah, I guess now that you think about it, it wouldn't be. Plus, it would fill that. Elder Scrolls itch, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Forza Motorsport is also maybe coming out this year. I hope so. <laughs> I th- I mean, I, that seems like a safe bet, right, this fall? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I, I mean, I, I really need a racing sim in my life. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Forza Motorsport is going to be the next 10 years of Forza. Yeah. That's I mean, Fine. I mean, these games, this and probably the next Horizon are going to be probably your game as a service racing game. Finally, right? Mm. I'm assuming. Yeah. Just Not finally. I don't want it to be. A, I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. I mean, honestly, I've, like, I, how many new racetracks do we get every year? How many new different cars do we get every year? Like, it's like sports titles. Yeah. The games don't. The game itself doesn't change drastically. That you need to make a new game. I suppose if you want to update, like, here we got the 2024. Porsche Carrera or we got the 2025 Lamborghini whatever new shit that they come out with like yeah. okay that I, I guess I'd be fine with that I feel like know. it makes more sense for motorsport than for Horizon I totally I agree with that because Horizon you can actually go into different locations yeah and I feel like that would be way too big to add as just like a service based game yeah. right like I, that's what I feel I'm not sure that's what I feel I, I feel you on that so I don't know. Maybe that's just me. And then uh, last but not least, uh, Grounded 1.0 release supposedly coming this year, this summer, which would be nice because I know that that game is kind of like a passion project for them. It would be nice to see like a full release for that game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's the whole list. We have a couple questions if you want to read if we want to read through them real quick. Yeah. Uh, I think we can answer these quickly. Yeah. Uh, Logan Corkins asks via Twitter, he says, will we see Halo story DLC? Um, yes. You think we'll see story DLC this quick? Uh, not this quick. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was at least over a year. Yeah. A two. So for me, I'm kind of on the th- on the on the fence about like, I think so the main campaign released in 2021 I feel like you're going to get story campaigns every two years. Yeah. So like 2023, 2025, 2027, and 2029, I guess, because that would be your 10 years almost. Mm-hmm. And, well, then I guess 2031. Jesus Christ, that sounds so far away. Uh, yeah. And then like in the in-between years, you're going to get that 
kind of multiplayer, like co-op multiplayer DLC kind of thing that mm-hmm. they, I, I think that they kind of want to do similar to what Halo 4 had, that Spartan Ops mode, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that that's going to be something they add. Plus, you're going to have like the battle passes and uh, probably some sort of event thing for their multiplayer suite. So we'll definitely see Halo Story DLC for sure. But I, I, I wish it wasn't that way. I wish they could actually just focus on making full-fledged games. Yeah. Maybe have a team to just curate the Halo Infinite multiplayer. Yeah. And then just have a bigger, like a big team dedicated to just churning out those like main campaigns. Yeah. You know, every three, four years or something like that. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'm surprised that Microsoft hasn't purchased certain affinity, which they did the multiplayer for Halo two through four. Mm-hmm. And then they went on to do I think they did Doom's multiplayer mode. Doom twenty sixteen's multiplayer mode. And then I know the head of that studio left, I think. But Okay. Uh, they they've been doing Halo multiplayer forever, and I'm just surprised that they haven't brought them in to kind of curate stuff. Although I know they're doing Master Chief Collection multiplayer stuff, they've been kind of helping with three four three leading. But uh, but yeah, well, I imagine they kind of want to be independent, and I don't blame them for that. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Uh, but yeah. to answer the question, yes, we will see Halo Story DLC this year. I think is too early. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't see it till like maybe fall of 2023 at the earliest. Yeah. At least my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think they want to get that co-op campaign in there. They want to get mm-hmm. Forge in there. They want to get a couple more playlists in there for multiplayer. So I think yeah. they want to focus on like quote unquote finishing the game. Mhm. Um So, next question, Stephanie Klimov from Twitter and from our various podcasts and bossrush.net asks, do you think we will hear anything about a possible handheld in 2022? No. Interesting question though, because there were rumors towards the end of last year that Microsoft was looking into creating a device specifically catered to their cloud experience, which I think would be a bad idea. I, I, I would see them doing something like a tablet, I suppose. You know, well, that would um, just be the surface, though, right? You think yeah, they would do like I an know, Xbox that, that, branded surface? I, I, yeah, I, I guess that would be the only thing because if it's cloud based, they don't need any processing hardware in it. They don't need to make like a switch. They don't need to make like a Steam Deck or anything like that. If it's cloud based, all it needs is like a pretty damn good Wi-Fi connection. So all you would need to make is like a tablet with like maybe some controller attachments to the side of it. So, yeah, like maybe a glorified surface tablet. Man, I so I guess I guess that would be cool, but like I don't know. I just feel like everybody has a phone in their pocket now and like the that backbone controller seems to be really mm-hmm. it works for a lot of people. And at that oh, yeah. point, I why mean, would why would you even put the effort into that if you weren't going to at least make some sort of local Well, uh, that's why I said no in the first place. Like I yeah. I just think it would be kind of worthless. You the closest thing I could think of if they wanted to get into the handheld market is to make a specific Microsoft branded tablet. Yeah. You know, maybe cheaper than the surface, something that's just like a glorified iPad or something like that. Yeah. Like a $200 kind of yeah. thing that maybe I, I, you like can about the size of an iPad mini or something. Yeah. Man, iPad minis got small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, I had an iPad mini at one point and it was like, twice the size as the iPad minis are now. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> They're so small. But Well, I mean, how big do you really need it, I guess? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, all right. Our last question comes from Sam Hall via YouTube. He asks, Xbox had a hell of a 2021. Is this the year they blow us away with new IP and a great return to form with current IP? Yes. They're going to blow us away with new IP. Yeah, I feel like Redfall is going to be kind of like, hey, we have other games besides Halo and Forza, right, and Gears. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to be like the first thing, right? And then uh, this is going to be the first time they have Hellblade under their banner too, right? So that's essentially a new IP for them. Yep. Uh, And Starfields and Avowed, if Avowed comes out this year. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, this is a great year for Xbox and new IP for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I definitely see... Starfield's the one, right? Like, I, I feel like people know what to expect from Starfield, but they also don't because it's the first time they, they've made a game this big, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like this is kind of like the first AAA attempt at something like No Man's Sky, right? Mm-hmm. Man, I the more we talk about Starfield, the more intrigued I am by it. Because, like, I'm not, like, a huge Bethesda Game Studios person, but... I always like the idea of the games, you know. See, see, that's the thing. I'm hopeful because Bethesda hasn't changed their engine or changed their formula for their games for decades. Right, but the, they, you know, this the, is a new engine. This, and that's why I'm excited for it because this is a new engine and it's a new frontier, which makes sense in how they describe what Starfield is like because this is a new frontier for them, right. both in storytelling and in engine. You know. Yeah. Like the fact that there's no difference in gameplay from Fallout Three versus Fallout uh, Four is like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I mean, th- 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 there were multiple different Fallout's in between there, but like the fact that it's like they, it practically plays the same. It's like, come on, you guys got to start to innovate. Yeah, uh, and like I remember when they made it a big deal that they hired like Bungie's uh, weapon designer <laughs> for <laughs> for Fallout Four. And everyone was like, yeah. oh, man, we're going to be able to shoot guns now. And then it was just, like, exactly the same. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, I think I think Xbox is going to have a pretty big year this year. Um, especially because, like... They, they literally have to. Yeah, especially because, like, we're going to get, quote-unquote, next-gen-only versions of games this year, right? Like, Starfield mm-hmm. is not coming to Xbox One. I don't think Redfall is coming to Xbox One. Uh I, I and you know all of PlayStation's major exclusives are coming to PlayStation Four, which yeah. don't get me wrong, good move for them. But like, we're gonna get next gen games for the first time this year, right? Even Halo Infinite, as beautiful as that game is, and Forza Horizon, mm-hmm. still on Xbox One. Oh yeah. So and imagine imagine what Halo Infinite could have been if oh, they know. really dedicated all their efforts to the next gen. I know. You know. So. That's what makes me upset because it's like we're going to be stuck with this version of Halo for the next 10 years if that's what I mean, all reports are saying. They could like, definitely man. pull – well, the thing that saves them with that though is like the cloud stuff, right? They say – like because you can do the cloud gaming stuff on Xbox One now. Mm-hmm. And like so you can play like Flight Simulator and presumably Starfield on your Xbox One via the cloud. But right. also like they could pull what Destiny did for – when they moved destiny from uh, Xbox 360 to Xbox one, right. Where they stopped supporting the Xbox one version after the second expansion. 
Mm-hmm. Or what did I say? Xbox 360. The 360. They, yeah. yeah. They stopped supporting the Xbox 360 version after the second or the second expansion. So, uh, and they could make that cut for Halo. It'd be kind of, I think that would be like a bad move for them, but mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 like PR wise, but they could technically do that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I remember, I remember when they did that and people were pissed when Bungie did that for Destiny. Mm-hmm. But, after after like you know that initial hit of pr they everybody was just okay with it yeah well, i mean it's you got you have to move forward like that's mm-hmm. it's just is what it is like sorry it sucks but you know these are probably the same people that don't look at the down the, the numbers of people that play probably those games i i would imagine there's a skeleton crew of people playing so yeah. why pay money to keep these servers up for only a very very small group of people right yeah. It is what it is. And get over it. The people that complain are probably the ones that don't even play. Right. <laughs> like, I can't believe you're shutting down the servers. Like, you don't even play. Why do you have a stake in this? Right. Yeah. Man, people. Am I right? Whatever. Just bitch. Just a bitch. Yeah. Speaking of bitching, this was a bitching episode. Yeah, it was a good episode, man. Yeah. No Jesse, I'm, uh, but it's I, okay. Yeah. I, I, I feel like my voice is uh is going already, so I think we're stopping at a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I felt mine start going when we started listening off these games. That's but, true, yeah. Uh, but no, it was good. It's it, you know, kind of like following up to Sam Hall's comment about like this is the year that they blow us away. Like I really think Xbox is going to I mean, this is going to be a make or break year for them. Like they mm-hmm. have to show us what they got. Yeah. They really do. I mean, I th- I think they're in a good position. They nailed Halo, right? They nailed Forza. Mm-hmm. Uh Psychonauts was good. We're also like Forgetting that Deathloop is also coming to Game Pass this year. Yep. Uh, and there's probably a bunch of other stuff that probably haven't really been fully announced that, right? Um, you know, we're going to be getting. So. Right. I mean, we talked about it. What maybe three or four months ago, that Xbox has like 30 games announced almost at this point, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, they they have their next like three years planned out. You know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I'm so glad that I own an Xbox right now. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, the last time I was this excited was when Gears 5 came out. And I was like, yeah, we got we got one. <laughs> we got one. Finally, a good exclusive on Xbox <laughs> One. Yeah, because Xbox One, man, they, there wasn't a lot going for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we got cracked down in, in Gears 5 that year. And, like, yeah, <laughs> man, I remember all the outlets who were doing Game of the Year stuff for Xbox. They were like, Xbox Game of the Year, Gears 5. And, like, usually you have, like, two or three runners up and that whole article on IGN was just gears five. They didn't yeah, even that acknowledge that crackdown came out. Uh, it was crackdown was kind of like an inside joke at that point. It's like, Oh, finally crackdown came out. It came out subpar. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I had fun with crackdown. It wasn't like a terrible game or anything, but no, like... but it was like, you figured you're waiting for it for so long. You think <laughs> it would have been much better. Right. You know, mm. Oh, whatever, man, good times, good times. Good times. Well, we're going to wrap the show. I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening. If you are new to the show, please give us a five-star rating and review on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you listen. You can find us every Tuesday on podcast services everywhere or on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Boss Rush Network. Stoy, where can we find you? Uh, Besides following me on the EXP cast, uh, we're also a video game podcast in the Boss Rush Network. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram there. Or uh, you can follow me on Twitter, my personal Twitter, at StoyMKE8. Thanks. You can find me at HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting the Boss Rush Podcast. 
find me hosting standard definition. You can also join our Discord or Facebook group if you want to interact with our awesome communities. So you can do that. The link is in the description. I think I changed that with our... Uh, um, like I would always tell people like, oh, join the Discord, but I would not tell them where yeah. the link to the Discord would be. Yeah. So yeah, I know we just changed our intro to reflect that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all of our social media is in the show notes, so you can find us everywhere down below, as they say. Yeah. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. Don't forget to click that notification bell yeah. every time. Slam that bell. <laughs> well, thank you everybody so much for watching and or listening. And until next week, we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.